Big Ray Hernandez, Jamie the Vet Williams. This is your next level wrestling review. Presented by Hameen Media and ChannelAttitude.com. And Yeah! Yeet! Yeet! Tell me when I'm telling lies! Sorry. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, or good night, or whatever. Whenever you're watching this, ladies and gentlemen, this is your Next Level Wrestling Review. Your NXT, the hottest wrestling show in all of the land. No matter where you're from, ladies and gentlemen, whether you're from Germany, whether you're from the United Kingdom, the United States, Mexico, Japan, China, China, Afghanistan, Israel, doesn't matter. If you are listening to this show, if you are watching this show, you are taking part in the hottest gimmick in professional wrestling history. If you don't know who I am, ladies and gentlemen, I am the pundit of the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, here to say to talk some Lucha Libre today, but I am not alone. Hey, what the hell was that? What are they? Are you alone? Alone. Alone. I'm not alone. No. Ladies and gentlemen. I give you, wow, that's nice, with the music, with the angels singing in the background, my co-host. The Vet. He's a Rip Rogers guy. The Vet. Vet, Vet, Vet. Rip, Rip, Rip Rogers guy. Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, swinging through. Your neighborhood. He's your uh, friendly neighborhood uh, veteran. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a Rip Rogers guy. It is the vet, Jamie Williams. Vet, what's going on, uh, my web-slinging friend? With great power comes great responsibility, Ray. Right, and huge erections. What? Uh, Sure. Sometimes. I mean... Anybody you ever put on Spider you ever put on a Spider-Man outfit, Bet? Um oh, you know when I was really, really small, I had one of the you know, the Halloween gimmicks that has like it's like oh. a pla- the the plastic sheet with the who, mask with the rubber band and the staple, you know? Who didn't? <laughs> I don't know, I but did. yeah, it's like brother. That had to be one of the most popular ones of all time, that Spider Man one. Oh, and you could smell your own breath and, and it's a, and you just it's a little sweat. slit. It's a little <laughs> slit in the mouth. You sweat profusely just right over your lip. Oh, so bad. I never threw that mask away. And for like years, Hold I mean on, I, I have it. now, but oh, fuck. no, 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 not anymore. No, but I mean for, for a long time I didn't throw the mask away. 
So I'm like well into my like preteen years or whatever, and I've got this mask in a drawer somewhere, and it's just like flattened, just crushed. There's cracks in it all over the place. It's wrinkled. It looks like a un- it looks like a like a shirt that's been sitting in the corner of the laundry room for like ten years. That's wicked hot. Yeah. Well, see through it away then. I have no idea what happened to it. But it could still be around. No, no, not around me. Fuck. All right. So, Vet, you've been playing Spider-Man too. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you like asked everybody me. Everybody else in America. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I, I'm a little disappointed how they mapped out New York. Mm-hmm. What? What? Why can't they just, you know, uh, team up with Google Earth and shit and just do it the right way? Or, or well, what is it? Yeah, Google Earth, right? Is where they have that little car that takes all the videos and pictures and shit. They probably just didn't want it to take three hours to swing from one end of the city to the other just to get somewhere. Shit's whack, bro. Like, I gave you directions, right? You're coming off the Williamsburg Bridge from Brooklyn to, to Manhattan. So when you get off the Williamsburg Bridge, you're on Delancey Street. Delancey Street is like the well, one of the uh, well, one of the old shopping capitals of, of Manhattan. <clears throat> it's where you had a, you bought your winter coat. Where you got stabbed while you were buying your, your triple fat goose jacket. Remember those? Oh, you, did you have any of those? Well, no, because I'm not from New York. But right. I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw them in all the rap videos from the East Coast, you know? I had, I had mine. I had my little belt buckle on it. Little triple fat goose, black and red. It was dope. It was hot. It was fire. It was funky fresh fucking old dude did you have a your kangaroos when you were a little kid and you put a little little dollar in it in a little pocket Mm. no Mm. okay i had a cheap spider-man costume (laughs) i had british knights sneakers not even the shoes did i have those you fucking sure did you did along with you right next to your patrick ewing sneakers I didn't. I didn't have British Knights. I probably wanted some. You know what I wanted and got? What? I don't know why I wanted it, okay. but I did. All right. Reebok Black Top. Remember those? I don't. Reebok Black. I remember the Reebok Pumps. Yeah, I wanted those too. But black Tops. The Black Tops. I gotta look at the mop now. Uh, what year was that around? Reebok. I don't know black I really don't remember top so you say 80s 90s 1991 90s let's see 1991 oh okay bad? brother i'm gonna show I you the, i had the black ones the all blacks so okay they, was... i have a picture of the old blacks okay. but let's let, let's just uh take a look at this thing so ladies and gentlemen we will be reviewing nxt Are so you had it? Hold on. They kind of don't look like it. Hold on to me. How's that? Does that help me? Yeah, I think that was them. Or did you have these? <laughs> no, no. I Not can't those. see. You sure? I'm sure I didn't. I wanted the pumps. Mm-hmm. I had I had the Reebok pumps. I, I can't remember. I think I had these right here, actually. I wanted the what I wanted more than anything, but my obviously my parents would not spend the money. Was the I think it was was it the Jordan threes 
that had the uh obviously they didn't have numbers back then like they was weren't it, numbering them back then but it the was patent, the ones the patent where you like they they like uh they had the little the little triangular like those those shoes the the pumps and the black tops are both trying to look like the jordan threes where you'd have the straps that the plastic straps that would like lace onto the shoe like you had to lace uh, i don't remember well type in jordan threes and see what comes up sure um one of my favorite shoes i can't remember what number are they the the red black and white jordans the, with the patent leather tips that's probably it jordan threes let me see jordan i could be wrong on the number but jordan threes oh these no no that ain't it that says jordan threes i know but i, I was guessing the number look jordan fours yeah just keep going down the is that it yeah i think that might be it let me see let's look at images uh ladies and gentlemen this is our your new sneaker podcast right what do you buy how many sneaker media? podcasts are out there probably not many just listen to people talk about shoes are these them eight hundred dollars what the fuck um it it looks like that fourth picture from the left there let me see that pull that one up this one the one that's 1525 this one oh oh i'm an idiot i'm I'm over here on amazon showing you (laughs) so sorry which one buddy these this one right here that one that one yeah okay let's take enlarge that Right, that's what she that. said that's what she said yeah oh i have to stop sh- uh showing the screen here pump that up that's awesome pump up the jam how do i make this bigger <laughs> that is also what she said yeah that, that keeps being what she said can All right, you so get these, her out of here so we can talk about shoes please these would be here right so i feel one. like those were basically it kind of all right all right so i'm gonna show you real quick i'm gonna present this 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 uh this gimmick here let me stop sharing the screen i'm gonna present you this here you go this so right now they're on amazon you can buy them on amazon ladies and gentlemen for a mere eight hundred dollars <coughs> what do you think yeah i'm gonna say no but um Kek no you're not gonna University. buy them yeah, no, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. But that—that's basically it. You see how like they had those little tabs there that you had to like lace on. Yeah. And if you didn't lace them up, they would just hang loose off the shoe. Um. But yeah, I, I there was a kid at school that had those, and I was like, wow. It's like, I don't know. The I never seen a gimmick on a shoe like that. They were all pretty straightforward, you know. I was looking at like Converse Chuck Taylors and. <laughs> Those generic ones that were just like slip-ons that were checker patterned. Like you're just looking at these shoes like, eh. And then these come out and it's like, what? You know what? You actually have things you can do with them. You can actually tie these on. What size are you? Uh, feet. What, what, what size, size shoe you wear? 12. All right. You're 12. All right. So here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make the vet's dream come true. No, this what, no. This, this, no let's shut, shut up, vet. This is what we're going to do. I want you guys to all post your... um your debit card or credit card information here in the chat okay right yeah that you can do right um what would i need passwords you can do it all like in one paragraph passwords Is it uh, social security like you just, can't. just the that because if we can't get it with that then i don't think we should get it right so um you can do that and what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna take five dollars from each one of you guys that send me uh and then we're gonna buy these sneakers and send them to vet yeah, right no. vet yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Right, that for one, for one, that's a lot of work. For two, 
for two, I don't want the shoes anymore. Hey. I wanted the shoes when I was in third grade. I want a car. What? You want to? You live in the city. It doesn't make sense. I live um, in Brooklyn. Makes tons of sense here. I know we're not acknowledging the chat yet. Oh, we're gonna. Todd do. Brantley says Chuck Taylor sneakers are better than Chuck Taylor the wrestler. Chuck Taylor sneakers are better workers than Chuck Taylor the wrestler. Just put that out. You know what, Frank's pickle barrel ass is a little less floppy too. Hmm? I could buy I could buy these for, for like eighty bucks here in New York. <clears throat> Let's go to Chinatown. We have Nike. They we put were the in Chinatown in Spider Man too. We were getting lost in Chinatown and Spider Man too. Very upset Twitch. about that. You come off, and then there's there's the fucking Citibank right there. You make the left down Essex Street. You make another left on Grand, and I could have took you to the hood, but no. Yeah. They, they had, had a like, nice factory there instead of the homeless shelter. They had, they had like one of the one of the like uh, on fucking F on the FDR on FDR Street. <clears throat> they had like people walking around being nice, like dress nice. No, no. Well, remember in this universe, Spider Man has cleaned up New York City, so uh, yes, uh, yes. this is that alternate reality where there's two Spider Men doing the work. That well, the police aren't doing. Then we need fucking Spider Man, but yeah, and we need to acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home? Acknowledge me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's kick this off. We have all the way from Canada, sitting at some space station up in Canada, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Retro Rocket Review. He takes the Retro Rocket up to space. And just mm -hmm. lives there over uh where where what part of canada toronto montreal what do you think that I, it's definitely somewhere in ontario i would guess ontario okay he's a he's a what? man who lives in space winnipeg you idiot oh yeah remember that yes of course well, what what did they, what did they say he was from toronto it was so it was some yeah it was like some fan in the front row was like go back to toronto or something He's like, what? It's Winnipeg, you idiot! Did you see my um my impression of the Ultimate Warrior for the? Uh... No. You want me to do it now? Oh sure. <laughs> ah! Oh my warrior! Before we go on the air. What? I said that's just what you do before we go on the air. That's that's the Ultimate Warrior impression. Oh, as keep I going. I'm sorry, through, I interrupted. As I look into my palm. I see all of the spirits of the warriors. Oak, oak. No? I like it. All right. Thank you. Fucking thank you. I, I wasn't going to watch it. Anytime I see a like an Instagram of, of a TikTok or any of those things that Ray posts where he says my thoughts or all these things, I just I just know to just keep on scrolling. Just Just move on. No sound. Just keep on scrolling. As the plane crashes down, Hulk Hogan. No, no he the, says, "It's it's whole Kogan. Whole, Hogan. like not part of the not part of the Kogan, oh, but like the whole Kogan. Oh, Hogan. Oh, so he goes whole, Hogan, whole Kogan. One of the greatest promos of all time. And speaking of great promos, we have our friend, and I don't know why I'm. The biggest ass in all of HMG, Frank's Pickle Barrel Ass. What are they testing on Lab Rats today? Video game? Spider-Man? Spiders? Yeah, they're, they're having him review the maps, the virtual <clears throat> maps. 
fucking and running, terrible. running, running, you know, in them like a like a like a maze. <clears throat> How come Xbox doesn't have Spider Man? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they spent all their money buying Activision. <clears throat> Got it. We have the lovely Elizabeth. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about them cookies. Yeah. Seriously, I'm thinking about those cookies. Chocolate chip, please. Want to make another bet? I'm fiending for some chocolate chip cookies. The raisin were good, but the chocolate chip. You could just send me chocolate chip cookies every oh, for fucking forever. <clears throat> Delicious, yeah. Anyway. He is your father's brother, sister's cousin's former roommate. He is the dark side caster. I wish I had the... Oh, eh, that works. It's good enough. <clears throat> right? All right, let's see. Uh, we have, for the record... A four hundred thirty-two and sixteen. <laughs> right, he he started at the age at the ripe old age of nine in Japan. No, here, United States. Oh, it was oh. a tough time there. Anyway, the dancing yeah, the Great one. Depression. You had to be getting a job in grade school. You know, word. Those kids had like. You, see, you ever see a picture of those kids with the fucking the strong jaws and the, and the goddamn lunch pails? The five o'clock shadow. Smoking a cigarette, and I'm not even kidding. Like, look up the Great Depression and children. These kids would fucking melt in the sun nowadays. <laughs> Let me have to fucking work. What do you mean you want extra foam with your latte? Shut the fuck up. Make my coffee, little bitch. Mm. The dancing one, Dan Heffern. Half of a friend. We have Todd Brantley. Hey, Todd, wasn't Todd? Uh, Todd, weren't you at uh, uh, Bound for Glory? Was it? I think Todd was at Bound for Glory. Uh, leave, leave a thing in, in the chat. I think I saw him on uh, on TV. Or maybe I mixed him up with another Todd, another friend of mine. Anywho. Neither here nor there. Uh, let me see what else we got here. We have, ladies and gentlemen, his opponent with a record of 362 and 42. Yes. This match will be sponsored by Lucky Strike. It is the great Al Robinson. Robinson. Lucky Strike. Nine out of ten doctors smoke Lucky Strikes. And you should too. Don't smoke, guys. It's terrible. I can't kick this fucking vaping habit. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the A show. A good friend of mine. A lovely person. And she rules the world. Oh, no, wait. That's the other guy. So our good friend, Winona. Winona Taylor. Sounds like a... I, you know, Winona, your name sounds like a 90s uh, pop artist. Right? The MTV award goes to Winona Taylor. Anyway, it goes fucking crazy. Anyway, just saying. Love you, Winona. Really do. <laughs> we have this asshole, Colin. He gets nothing. I'm not even gonna show his. No, I'm not fine. I try to click off of it, but Colin with uh, biting off of me. He wanted to get a shout out from the. You know how he gets a shout out from WLR? It goes like this. Wow. Yeah. On on who? All three or on all three of the guys? Fucking every hole, two ears and one mouth. 
Two ears, one mouth, nostril. You ever seen two, uh, two girls, one cup? No. I never. I could never see that shit. Once they, what, yeah. Once you tell me what happens, I'm not gonna watch it. Ugh. You know. All right. I think that's it. God damn it, pal. That's it. That's not it. All right. Who am I missing? Uh, I don't see anybody else. What do you Just mean, keep going. Ah. It's a Marty. We have a uh, our Italian friend Kevin Marty, all the way from Grenoble, France. Oh wait, no wait, it's the French Alps. Uh, from all the way from the Leaning Tower. Where's the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Brooklyn. All right, all the way from yeah. Brooklyn. Kevin Marty. We have world. Zane Vicious is here, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, guys. I, I how the fuck did I go past all these fucking people? Yeah. I'm... And then, of course, we have our very favorite person, the man. Wait, he didn't. He didn't do that one right. He he clicked the wrong name. And... I clicked. Listen, I kid you not. I clicked the right name. Took kicked me out. And... We got Paul, aka the shooter. Good on Paul. He's here. All right. So am I missing anyone? Probably. Really? Who am I missing? I, I um, said Todd Brantley, right? Yeah. Todd, Todd Brantley, Lab Rat, Kevin. I don't see anybody. This asshole Colin. Yeah, I saw him. Anybody, anybody with a name in all caps? In all caps. Oh, this is fun. This is like a like a little scavenger hunt. I don't see any names in all. Oh, wait. I see this. <laughs> yeah. He is magnanimous. I can't see the Facebook names. He is goddamn glorious. He is effervescent. He is the professor. Chao Velo de Cruz. Yes. I don't see any names in all fucking caps. So what name would that be, my friend? Well, I can understand how you would miss this person because he used to be very big, but now he is no longer big. So he's probably too in shape to be able to see. Oh, on the I'll say his name the way it's written. Mike Martin. <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at myself. So stupid. And no right. people. Huh? I said, and no Twitch people, not one. I don't see anybody on Twitch. I hope we're on. Yeah, we're, we're live on Twitch. That's weird. Usually we always have some Twitch people. It's mm. fine. It's fine. And for Zane Vicious, this one's for you. Yeet! There you go, my friend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the one, the two, the three count. This is the three count. With the latest breaking news in pro wrestling, sports, pop culture, and more. Now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. Goddamn right. All right, so three count, ladies and gentlemen, and the Vet. He messaged me off the air and he says, Ray, I have tons of stories I need to talk about. It's never happened. So, Vet. Tell me when I'm telling lies. Actually. What do you guys want to talk about? 
Sorry. Hit the wrong button. They look so similar. There's pictures of them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, some people would like to talk about CM Punk because apparently he was at Bound, uh, not at Bound for Glory, but he was at the tapings the next mm. day. Why not? Hanging out. It's what the reports were saying. See, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I really believe that he's going to be, uh, he's going to the WWE. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care yeah, what Meltzer says. It's crazy, right? Like, why wouldn't? It makes all the sense in the world to sign the guy. And just, you know, just just lay out a bunch of shit, you know, in the contract. Listen, people people need to really understand that CM Punk, when he was in the WWF, in the WWE, formerly the WWF. Ah, see, that's how you know I fucking listen to your show, goddammit. I know you hate that. Right. But when he was in the WWE, uh, he was not a problem. People assumed that he was a problem. He was not a problem. Right, right. He did everything they asked him to do. He, he was, walked out. Right. He was fine. In case anybody, yeah, they were the problem. And then he walked, and then they they fire him on his, or they send him the papers on his wedding day, and then he's the cancer, and he right. has the attitude. That wasn't his fault. They fucked. They fucked. Yeah, they right. fucking fucked. Fucked with him. Like legit. unless that whole unless the entire Colt Cabana podcast was just a bunch of bullshit, like everything he said was a complete I lie. I don't think so. Yeah, he just went on there to tell stories because yeah. You know, you got guys, and I, and I love fucking Ryback, and I know not a lot of people do. I, I think he's cool. But um, Ryback, you know, says that he hates CM Punk. He hates his guts. And he uh, he says he he comes, I mean, I want to paraphrase the guy. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not quoting him, but he basically says that CM Punk's full of shit. That everything he, see, he comes out of his mouth is a lie. If you don't believe me, go to his Instagram. Uh, that being Ryback, the big guy, the big guy. And um, that's, you know, that's one guy that's pretty famous that always replies to people. And he apparently comes across very appreciative. Maybe he's nuts, but I like him. Um, I mean, you would sign him, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Even if, well, look, okay. So even if I was the vindictive management and I just wanted to fuck with him some more, sign him. Like whatever, whatever the reason is, whether you think he can make you money, whether, you know, you just want to torture another person like you always have for the past 50 years or whatever it's been Mm. 40 years. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Bring them in. Just, just bring them in for the buzz. You know, why you, you know, you, you bring in these people like bad bunny, Logan Paul, those are outside celebrities you're trying to get crossover you know what bigger wrestler could you really bring in at this moment um excuse me that's that's actually available a bigger name right now i don't know obviously there's retired people but i mean i'm talking about people that were active as far as a few months ago i don't know i don't know i don't i don't i don't think i don't think uh I don't know if there's anyone else out there that really would, would bring the, I mean, I went on the whole diatribe last, yes, last yesterday morning on one of my YouTube videos. I mean, YouTube, TikTok, whatever the fuck, uh, that you don't watch about how I think, uh, WWE is going to eventually sign, um, uh, Osprey will Osprey that I, I think that him signing with WWE would potentially elongate his career. 
And I think that if he signed with AEW, excuse me, that they would expect him to wrestle the style that he used to wrestle, which he's changed. His body's even different. And he's it's really the same. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I see, I see Osprey coming to WWE, but when it comes to AEW and WWE, WWE's definitely, yo, I think you could bank on it that CM Punk's going to either be there. I kid you not, man. Just watch Survivor Series. I'm pretty sure he's. Yeah, dude. Can you imagine them running a whole Survivor Series and then they all just go home and like, and good night, everybody, and nothing happens? Like, or the place would be pissed. Or they'll pull the good night, everybody, and then all, as they're signing off, right? Look in my eyes. So it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, it's gonna fucking happen. If it doesn't, send five dollars to the vet. Just put your, uh, you know, your information here. Or I don't see anything. Do you see any any credit card numbers or anything in the chat? Not yet, but we got to give them time. Okay. I mean, you know, you trust us, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, WWE, uh, WWE's Molly Holly on the idea of one more match. Now, for people that know me very well, personally, know that Molly Holly, for some reason, has always been my wrestling crush. And now, as uh, she's a lot older, she, I think she's even more beautiful. And again, we've said this before off air, and I met her only once, but I know people that know her from the get-go, and I think you know her, and she is just as delightful, as lovely, and as wonderful as uh, everyone I've heard, and that one time I met, I felt the genuinosity, (laughs) I'll make that word up, Mm -hmm. Um, would you like to see Molly Holly one last match? Not really. If she wants to, then yeah. If she doesn't, no. I don't care. Whatever she wants. Uh, I just don't see her. She's never been the type that's like really clings on to the wrestling business like pathetically like some people do, you know? Mm -hmm. She definitely seems like she's not cut out for the business in terms of her being a great person, like you said. Like she just doesn't belong with these carnival freaks. And that was my takeaway from, you know, my interaction with her, which didn't know me from anybody, but we were sitting there talking for like 20 minutes or whatever, just about anything but wrestling, you know, like whatever, just so maybe a little bit of talking shop, but just whatever came up and it was the easiest thing to do. And I'd never met her before. So she's definitely one of the favorite people I ever met, Mm -hmm. but I could tell that it's like, yeah, you don't, you're, you don't belong here. You know, like, it's just not so much shit. Imagine the amount of shit she had to put up with, you know, and just did it mm. professionally with a smile. You've never heard her bury anybody, right? Like she doesn't, she doesn't take those, uh, that approach to things. Um, so I don't know if she has the itch, but what did she say in the supposed interview about? the idea of one more match no she'd be interested she'd be uh, i'm paraphrasing she'd be interested in doing one more um i think they they could do it uh i think she's so underappreciated man like really underappreciated so well here's the question why would or what would you do to like bring up one more match and like drag her out of retirement 
that it would be important enough. You know, you could kind of understand like a Tristratus, right? Where she had such a sort of a, a, a legacy, I guess you want to say. Like they definitely did a lot with Trish during her time. Molly was kind of like a forgotten, you know, like there's like, oh, you too. Okay, whatever. You're a good worker. So get these get these bimbos over or whatever it is right like so i don't know it just it just seems like i don't know what the situation would be todd let me see he says uh you can talk about billy corrigan burying melter on kurt engel podcast i haven't heard that have you no oh i got that's something i gotta take a look now but i could see how billy corrigan would do that (laughs) very yeah like add add billy corrigan to the list People bury Meltzer all the time. What what else is new? So many people. You know, um, what I didn't know was, and I don't have all the information in front of me. Maybe you guys in the chat could help me. But I know in 2024, right, um, WWE is set to have a lot of people, including uh, Drew McIntyre. If I'm doing it off the top of my head, um, what are these guys? The Angelo, um, Angelo Dawkins and uh, what's the other guy? Street Profits. Street Profits. Um there's a whole bunch of W Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. There's a whole bunch of WWE uh, superstars that are gonna. Uh, oh, Kevin Owens. Um, there's some pretty big names out there that the WWE uh, their contracts expire in 2024. Um, I'm wondering out of you know, do you think Kevin Owens finally makes that jump to AEW? You you see that happening? Kevin Steen again? maybe i mean people didn't think edge would go so it's true like can be sure there's really no loyalty uh let me just see something free agents wwe 2024 there should be a list i thought there would be a, a goddamn list here but i don't see it now diana perrazzo mjf let me see of course, God damn, yo, Wrestle Wrestle Stink is the fucking worst when it comes to pop ups. Uh, let me see, Kenny Omega, no, Hangman Adam Page, they've all signed. Uh, Matt Riddle's gone. Will Osprey already mentioned him. Diana uh, Perazzo's uh, <clears throat> her contract is up in twenty twenty four. Do you see her moving on to maybe? WWE coming back? Mm, it could be uh, because, you know, new management and all. Um, I know I know what happened with her before. Like, like it's, ve- it's very simple what happened. They just looked at her and they're like, you're too fat. And that's it. That's, that's, that's how they looked at her, even though she's not, you know, you would, it's not like Nia Jax or anything. But that's kind of part of the problem. It's like you're not fat enough to play the fat person like a Piper Niven or a, a Nia Jax, but you're also you're also not slim. So you're in this weird thing where you just look out of shape. I'm sure that's how now again, this is me saying what the WWE agents and producers are gonna be telling her. You know what I mean? Or not telling her. But that's what they're thinking, and whatever bad things happened there when she was in NXT and whatnot, I'm sure that was the root of it. Yeah, man. Um, and it's it's I don't know. Like Deanna Perazzo, I think is very pretty. I think she's pretty. Like she's oh, she's yeah. for me, 
on, on a personal level, I think, uh, you know, she is a lot of what I like in a woman, you know, look wise, you know, the dark hair and all those other shit. But, um, and I think she's a pretty good wrestler. Now you watch her more on a consistent basis. Does her, mm-hmm. does her weight affect her, her in ring or is she like, you know, cause you could be heavy like guys, like look at fucking Otis. That guy's, he looks like a round ball, but he's in, in probably incredible wrestling shape. Yeah. What do you think over the course of like have I mean you watched her more than I have? Do you think she's uh I I don't think it affects it. It's just all. one of those cosmetic things that you know that they would look at, they being people like people that used to work in that place like a Canyon Seaman or you know, a Mark Carano or those creeps, you know? Like they're probably just that's what they think. And she's also the she's also somebody that's like too good right you know what i mean like like that's not who you want to push but you're outshining all the people we do want to push i get it see what i'm saying like this is a problem and there's something that rip would always talk about he would talk he would talk about being too good overqualified and until you're you know at, at that level you don't really understand what he means like, I'm sure when Deanna was hearing him say that, she probably was like, I don't know what he means, you know? And then she gets there, and then she's treated the way she's treated, according to her. I mean, I don't know. There's two sides to every story, of course, but her side sounds like stuff I've heard before, so I tend to at least believe most of it. And, um, you know, ends up being the case. Like, it is a thing being too good in wrestling is a thing i know we would all like to believe that talent will always rise to the top and all those nice you know um those nice thoughts and and sentiments but the fact is you can be too good and people do get threatened and then they politic you and then you're gone i'm really interested mike martin and what fucking billy corgan had to say about fucking dave Meltzer, man I tried to scroll through the wrestling headlines a it's second hard. ago, and I can't see it. It's, it's just hard not there. They didn't it's, report on it. So you and I were both doing the same thing because you see me like fever. I bet you anything. I, did, did, you know, you know how they do it. They just listen to podcasts and then they they write the news, right? So they probably just haven't gotten around to. They're probably a little behind on Kurt Kurt's podcast right now, so they haven't written an article yet. Maybe. Fuck. Oh well. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, and your boy uh f- probably future uh impact wrestling oh i'm sorry tna world is heavyweight champion is that a is that a three count item uh why not but uh, before we do that uh pco signs uh signs a new contract with a uh, tna impact wrestling okay. um I, I know you and i know you and uh and brandon spoke about this and i think you even spoke about this even before that with the boys over at the pwc big shout out to jimmy and uh, chris ams mm-hmm. um <clears throat> about tna and the rebranding of tna and brandon on the impact attack this week if i'm correct said you know for him it's always been tna mm-hmm. and i and i do always felt i always felt that that those three letters held way more weight than anything you know that when hulk hogan and bischoff came and said no no tna's gone we're now impact wrestling got rid of the six-sided ring which was in my opinion the right thing to do it's a very difficult uh place to i mean it's, it's like you're wrestling on the floor 
you're, it's like a boxing ring. You ever you've been in the boxing? Have you been in the boxing ring and the wrestling ring? A boxing no, ring. No. Have you been in the six sided ring? No. It's fucking. There's no give. Oh well, yeah, there's nowhere for it to give. None. It's no give at all, dude. And it's like um, a boxing ring is tight, man. Like you're barely you're barely moving in that thing. That's why in the UFC or when you're watching MMA, when somebody gets power bombed, they get knocked out, knocked out for real. You get knocked out in the wrestling ring. But that thing is it's like getting slammed on a on a it's like taking a hard fall on a basketball court. It's really stiff, man. But I'm 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 happy for TNA. I like I I I like this. Don't know if they're gonna do anything different. Um I'm hoping that they they kind of go the extreme route. Not the extreme like ECW, but what I'm saying extreme is like, you know, really like be real. Like, like no fucking I am triumphant. You know, I, I want to see like New Jack and fucking <laughs> Mustafa, you know, teams like that. I want to see storylines like that. If that makes any sense. I want to see realism bought into, into into professional wrestling and maybe some more sex, some more violence. Like, let them be the total alternative to WWE and AEW. That's the only niche I see. Um, you guys were also talking about NWA having a, a TV deal, which, and I'm going to agree with the vet a thousand percent TV deals. Aren't as big as, as they were, um, let's say 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, you know, CW. Yeah. They're, they're pretty much all over the United States. I think you can get a CW across, you know, in other countries as well, but you know, it's it's social media presence that that's where the money is, and I I think this is where uh, wrestling promoters or people running organizations don't get anymore. Uh, that that is where the money is. My my off your vet. No, I think having a TV deal is very prestigious sounding, um, but that's from a historic standpoint. Um. <clears throat> It doesn't matter if you have a TV deal if nobody's watching. So that's where we'll have to see what they can do. The brother of WWE, world, former World Heavyweight Champion Jinder Mahal, Jinder, says a vet can't be in Chase U. He's too serious for school. Not, you know, I think vet would be an excellent student at Chase University. Student? I should be the... Dean Emeritus. Oh, would you be a, so you'd be above a professor? Yes. But, uh, it's funny. I, you know, I know I have this face and everything, but I don't think I'm that serious. No, you have a very dry fucking sense of humor. You sarcastic bastard. Um, Kevin Motti, Motti. He asks, uh, Ray and vet is the future of wrestling and streaming services like Netflix, Amazon, et cetera. What do you think that I have in my opinion? Personally? No, I, I think streaming and all this stuff is, is what we're doing, but I think it's headed for an economic collapse. So <clears throat> I don't think the wrestling, I don't think the future of wrestling is anything. I think it's, kind of it's always going to be a live event business and however you can get people into your live events will will determine the health of your business going forward so if you can use a tv deal with the cw or if you can use something on netflix um but 
ask yourself one question. How like for Netflix, for example, how many live programs does Netflix have? Mm -mm. Zero. I think they did. They did the Chris Rock show that one time, <laughs> the, the most recent one with the, with the thing about the slap and everything that was live. And you could tell it was live because he fucked up his punchline on it and right. they wouldn't have left that in if it wasn't live. So, you know, but that's it. They don't do live stuff. Amazon's done some live stuff. They've got football, you know what I mean? So something like that. But, um, but yeah, if you can use that stuff to get people to buy tickets, then that's what you really want to do. Cause ultimately wrestling will always be a live event business. If you don't believe me, then just fire up your peacock and watch all that pandemic Thunderdome shit again and tell me how fun that was. Yeah, a couple more uh, comments from the chat. I'm going to bring them up here. Um, and thank you for interacting. I love when you guys interact more and ask questions. It, it makes this show run so much smoother. Jinda Mahal says, um, you know, replying to Kevin, he says, a short-term Kevin, short-term Kevin, it's a financial bleeder. Once the corporations find an economic path to make profit in long term, that uh, what then it will be he he meant he meant t-h t-h-a-e-n i think is what then, he meant right, to type right i agree then um, it will be he's saying once they figure then, out mm -hmm. how to how to monetize it correctly then it right. will be but what we're seeing right now right is price hikes and that's because people are look this is a whole other podcast in and to itself that we don't have time to get into but basically um they're just raising the prices that's their answer to everything is mm -hmm. raise the prices you know so eventually people are just going to if you're already on the internet for mm -hmm. your entertainment you're just going to turn to piracy eventually yeah that's the short version of it um once you once all the the generations of people that only mm -hmm. understand cable satellite terrestrial television like once they once they all die off you won't have anything left but a generation of kids who grew up downloading everything for free and these companies aren't going to be able to make any money that's what i mean when i say they're headed towards an economic collapse this is what happened with the music industry um during the yeah. napster days if you remember that um and if you guys don't know what napster is back then it was basically a file sharing thing that i never bought another i mean allegedly i never bought an album allegedly yeah you know you could download whole albums on that damn thing the lime wire generation the lime wire generation um chris Winland. Why, why would they pay for anything nobody would chris Winland jumps and he says do you see nwa making a play for some recent wwe releases um of course but what do you think that <clears throat> i mean yeah if they can afford it they got a little bit of tv rights money now that is the thing uh, facebook user i don't know who you are but please, unfortunately uh, though i have to say that they, they have some people that the wwe has now word. so it just goes to show you like you're, you're what what do you you know when you're talking about wwe releases what are you talking about like who's somebody that just got released from wwe that the nwa is going to pick up and do something with they used to have la night Who's word. about to be in the main event in Saudi Arabia against Roman? Word, 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 word. So, Jinder Mahal, Mahal he says, as Vet said, with privacy, if corporations and government can uh, eliminate privacy, uh, or piracy, excuse me, and create economic structure, then it's different. Yeah. It's a different discussion. What Good luck. Good luck. Jinder, 
I'm seeing a whole different side of you this week. Well, everybody knows when you want the expert uh, analytical uh, views on things and punditry, you go to YouTube comments. Absolutely. Elizabeth uh, jumps in and she says, as an accounting chick, the easy answer is raising a price to cover the nut instead of the nun. Hey. Uh, instead of looking at all the pieces and finding uh, the other avenues to do the same thing. You guys are all very fucking smart this morning. Everybody had their goddamn uh, their Wheaties and their, their coffee. It's the breakfast of champions, right? It is the breakfast of champions. Did, did you eat Wheaties growing up, Pat? Yes. Michael Jordan was on the box. I, th- I think Wheaties. I could not. Things. I could not get his sneakers, so I ate the cereal that bore his picture. That was a, oof. I remember one time I tried uh, grape nuts. Oh God! Oh my God! It's like eating fucking wet cardboard. But on that note, I, I wish it was as soft as wet cardboard. <laughs> it's like eating a pu- it's, it's like eating a spoonful of gravel is what it's like. Mmm, Jinda ate some poontang pie. There you go. That's the Jinda I know. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, not much news today. So let's uh, let's cap this off, this hour off with, let's go back in time. All right, we're going back in time. It is October 25th, 1990-something. Uh, I'm too serious it. to dance. I'm going to stop. What's that, buddy? I said, I'm too serious to dance. I should stop. Oh, you could dance, brother. Let's do it. Do the Vince McMahon dance. Yeah, stand back. Pal. Yeah, pal. Yeah. Ah. All right, we're going to go back to 1990, uh, 1976. This is the year I was born. Madison Square Garden, Bruno San Martino retained his WWWF title against Nikolai Volkov. Wait, what year was this? 1966? 1976. Now, I'm not 76? born in 66. I'm not 60. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that part. Nikolai Volkov via pinfall in an 18 and a half minute main event. Nikolai Volkov going 20 minutes. Your thoughts? <laughs> Well, he was much younger then, so he was probably very well conditioned. Um, I'm sure because it was Bruno San Martino, there was a lot of laying on the mat and bear hugs. So it's not like it was a hard 18. It's not like a Will Ospreay 18 minutes, you know? Did you like his jumping kick to the stomach? <laughs> or his or his rockabye baby backbreaker? What you do? <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Listen, man, this is the thing that people have to understand. And this is, and I, I apply this not necessarily in, in, in actual fact, but just in principle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cause when you're talking about Shotzi and how she sucks, right. Well, Bruno, uh, Bruno San Martino sucks. Right. But he was over. So when you're over, you can do anything and nobody cares. Right. True. Now Shotzi's no Bruno San Martino in terms of overness, but that's, we're trying to get her there. That's the thing. Maybe one day she can be, she can be for the Filipinos that what uh, Bruno San Martino was for Italians. Maybe. Speaking of Bruno, um, I forgot what year it was. Uh, Bill introduced me to Bruno San Martino a couple of years before he passed away. I got to tell you something. There is a surrealism when you meet somebody like a Bruno San Martino or a Hulk Hogan, who I've shaken hands with and I've told the Hulk Hogan story a dozen thousand times. I don't think I've ever told the Bruno story, but 
it's just elegance. I can't, I, I can't fucking even. It was like you, I, I was, I felt like I was sitting in front of a sitting president. It's such a gentleman. It's just so soft spoken, um, strong, old but strong. His hands were fucking. His fingers yeah. were were like this, like pointed <laughs> different direction. They were yeah. they were looking at each other, and it was just like, God damn it! I'm shaking. Bru-. Like my father, if he was alive, would be like, Wow. So that was a fucking cool moment, man. Very, 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 very cool moment, which I've kept, and I don't know why I never told it. Um. So check this out. 1998. We're gonna fast forward. Nothing happened for like 20 something years. Wow. Um, yeah. Um. So I know you remember this. This was WCW's Halloween Havoc, 1998. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz you, Vet. Okay. Why is this Halloween Havoc? Why is this pay per view so fucking infamous? <clears throat> Halloween Havoc. You said 98. 98. Yes. Because they went over and they uh, cut off the finish for the pay-per-view feed so people didn't know who won between ddp and goldberg am i right that is exactly what happened apparently wcw lost uh, around two million dollars so they ran they had a runtime of three hours but the pay-per-view went three and a half hours so the paper i am and i remember this vividly but i was in my brother's house we're watching this shit and then it just cut off and we're like, what happened? And we had, and there was no internet. You couldn't log on somewhere to some 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 gimmick site and find out, you know, what nothing. We just had to wait till the next day to find out what the fuck happened. That was crazy, man. Um, on that same pay per view, Chris Jericho beat Raven for the television. Ch- what? Oh, Chris Jericho retained the WCW Television Championship over Raven. Bret Hart defeated Sting to retain the United States title. Bret Hart was the United States champion. So weird. Dumb, bro. Um, Hulk Hogan beat the Warrior. Jesus. Via pinfall. It was WrestleMania 6 rematch. In the main event. That wasn't the main event. The main event was Diamond Dallas Page and uh, Goldberg. Yeah. And Goldberg beat DDP. Um, next, the, the following year on Monday Night Raw, the fabulous Moolah, 76-year-old woman's champion. She was the champion at that time? Yeah, she oh. beat like Ivory or some shit like that. In she one of these... fucking did. Um, you're, it was her? Yeah, it was I, I just her. guessed. No, you're right. It says, um, it says, let me see here. It says, woman's champion announced that she was retiring and therefore she would vacate the championship. However, Ivory decided to uh, invoke her rematch clause to beat Moolah in just 24 seconds. And this is right to censor Ivory. This is right to censor Ivory, yes. The best Ivory there was. Um, uh, I don't know. What? You want to you discuss this, man? How about Lisa, how about Lisa Ferrari from Glow? Oh, Maybe that was the best so Ivory. So fucking over. Or, I mean, Ivory. Ivory was awesome, man. Ivory was so far ahead of her time, man. Um, 1999 on WCW Monday Nitro in Phoenix, Arizona, Brett the Hitman Hart. I, I can't, it, this is like hurting my brain. <laughs> yeah, stop this. Stop all this. Same fucking Nitro and Brett the Hitman Hart uh, defeated Bill Goldberg to win the United States Championship again, I guess. United States Championship? Gosh. What How a, what far a... have we fallen here? Was this the one, was this the thing with the, 
where he, he had the little, you know, plate? hockey jersey with the plate. I yeah. think so. It's around I mean, maybe time. maybe not in this match, but that was part of the angle, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um. Well, real quickly, uh, World Tag Team Champions uh, changed hands as the Filthy Animals. Billy Kidman and Conan defeated uh, the Harlem Heat. Oh yeah, great. Hey, I want you guys to go on Twitter right now. Tag at Stephanie McMahon. Tag at Paul Levesque and wish them a happy anniversary because they were married today, 2003. Oh. Um, I'm going to ask you about these. I'm going to ask you about these guys real quick. But Eminem, Johnny Nitro, and Joey Mercury Mercury won the, the SmackDown Tag Team titles uh, by winning a fatal four ma- four-way match against Legion of Doom, Animal, and John Heidenreich. The Mexicals, Super Crazy and Psychosis. And Paul Burchill and William Regal. Wow. Vet in 2005, the tag division was the shit. But uh, any Eminem stories? Any Joey Mercury stories? Yes. Go for it. I actually have (laughs) a Joey Mercury story. So 2005 was, Mm -hmm. that was the year they got uh, called up. And uh, when I first got to OVW, Eminem was Matthews, Nitro, and Molina. Um, and then the WWE wanted to change the name to Mercury so that, you know, whatever, they could own that or whatever. Because he'd always been Joey Matthews on the indies. And, of course, people remember him and Christian York, I believe, was a tag team for a long time there. So yep. um, That's a guy so that, yeah. that, that, real quick, that's a guy that... I never reached his potential. I thought Christian York was pretty awesome. Do you have any idea why that you well, think per- that might have been? Or well, I, mean, I don't he know had, everything that happened to him. Allegedly he had some some, you know, uh, personal uh, problems and addictions that held him back. He had a shot with Impact Wrestling TNA back in the day and he was actually prominently uh shown there in the X division, but then they cut ties with him. So I actually got into it with him. <laughs> on social media back when I didn't know any better. I learned a lot working with guys like after and, and you guys been and strangling stuff. But, um, I actually apologize to him because I'm no, I, I was, I'm nobody to say what I said to him back in the day. And I had to, you know, humbly apologize. And he's, I don't know where he is. I don't even know if he's online anymore. So, hmm. Christian York, but uh, yeah. So again, um, you you were saying Joey, uh, Joey. Uh... Yeah. So when I got there, they were doing that same gimmick. It was basically as you saw on WWE television, but they were doing that in OVW on like, you know, a much smaller budget. But they had the red carpet, they had the paparazzi, and they had people come out and like this. This is this is kind of cheap. Where they had like these like poster board signs that people would come out and hold, mm-hmm. and like it would have like pictures of them, like like glamour shots of them. But it was right. like, look, we're in Louisville, so the glamour shot was like at some train track somewhere. It looked terrible, but whatever. Somebody had to come out and hold those things up, and I was one of those people that night, <laughs> one of the nights because those were like you know that's they would get the students to do that um so so yeah i was on ovw tv there and that clip like i only did that once but when they did the divas in new york like lingerie dvd photo shoot deal Mm -hmm. remember when they used to do those kind of things like those photo shoot dvds Yeah. yeah 
the divas in new york one i'm on that dvd because they used for melina's photo shoot they used the time she came out in ovw the time that i did it so i am on an official ww dvd no royalties though <sighs> and the mercury story is well i don't know it's kind of a little bit long and a little bit involved so i don't want to get too much into it but um maybe we could tell this another time but oh, story, time. Uh, story time with the vet it was just it was a thing where after i had sort of like announced my i guess retirement say mm -hmm. you know but i was still living in the city because i hadn't you know i had a i had a lease so i was still living in the city for a while and i would stop by ovw once in a while when the guys would have a show and i would hang out and you know sometimes they would tap me to help and things so they gave me some match it was like an eight person tag and they said why don't you agent this vet i was like okay and then if the people involved were like oh my god these people don't know anything and they knew that the the brains of the outfit uh was a guy named judge reason and he came up to me and was like vet help so i was like yeah. all, right, all right so i just i basically i was gonna lay out a, an eight man can be simple um and i just said here's all you know i was trying to keep it as simple as possible however yeah. at the same time um there was a thing that would happen around that era 2008 or so okay where guys that had been released from the wwe would come and hang around ovw because they were trying to get back in good graces and humble themselves and you know try to get their job back and this kind of thing right like it was a thing that happened like they it it it, it they made it seem like they were trying to give back but really they were just angling to get a get their job back right and they thought that if they sucked up to danny davis then maybe he would put in a word for him and say hey you know so and so's been down here working hard and he's really in you know you you see what i'm saying like you you kind of get it so well mercury is one of those guys he mm. came back there they assigned him to my match like he had no business being here he was way slumming it you know right but they 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 assigned him to the match to help out and i just let him you know like i was like oh yeah yeah sure go ahead you did know and paid, i was just did he get paid for that i don't know okay. i don't i mean he shouldn't have um i don't know what he could have gotten but sure yeah but it was like a good faith type deal so anyway he he comes in and I'm just like, I humbly give up my seat, so to speak, you know, partially because that's the right thing to do. Also, because I'm just going to sit back and laugh at it because right. I know what's going to happen. He's going to have these guys who I know all the eight guys in the match. He doesn't. So he doesn't know how bad it's going to be. And so he's trying to give them spots to do and stuff and trying to work out this thing. And I could see judge reason is like starting to sweat before the match even starts. And he's like looking over at me and I'm just like, so they go out there, the match is rotten as you can expect. Uh, nothing went the way Joey laid it out kind of, and they got back to the back and you know, I just, I, I patted them all on the back and gave him the knowing smile and then i went to joey and i shook his hand and i said hey thanks for helping me out there brother you know like thanks for your expertise mm. and he was like what are you thanking me for it was the shits i was like ah well you know 
Uh, you can't have a you can't have a WrestleMania match every night, you know. He knew it. <laughs> he he knew it in his heart. That is yeah. that is a. Uh, did you ever see Joey after that again? No, no. And did we ever see him in the WWE again? No. Oh, where is he? Did he I don't retire? Know. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Well, you know what else is interesting in 2005 impact wrestling uh had a uh, jeff jarrett defeating rhino to regain the uh nwa world heavyweight champion fast forward to 2008 blue demon or blue demon uh, jr defeated uh, adam pierce in mexico to win the nwa world heavyweight titles this is and that's NW- official yeah this is a uh, blue demon was the nwa world heavyweight champion i want you to wrap your head around that 2009 wwe had bragging rights which uh, was headlined by john cena and Randy Orton in a false count anywhere match um, 2010 after winning the tag team titles the night before John Cena and David Otunga lost the belts to Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel. What the why are we fuck? talking? What? Ha- what? Huh? This never happened. This is a Mandela. This never happened. Um, Frank is asking, was he a tough guy backstage? I think he's referring to Mercury. Mm-hmm. And I would say no uh not when i not in the instance i was talking about he was very nice because he's had in hand you know trying to ingratiate himself right but um i heard things about him but i didn't see any of those things personally you're right and if you're and if you're saying i was always a fan of his and you're also referring to joey mercury frank let me remind you that this guy was like five foot three and you know you hate guys that are very (laughs) short so and chris chris winland is correct Joey Mercury was an agent for the WWE for some time. Oh, yes. Call button. That's right. I did forget. No, of course. How could I forget? He was part of J&J security, right? That's right. So he did have another run. Oh, my God. Hold on. Uh, In the WWE for some time. I forgot about that. He was there for a while. Well, as you can see, by judging by the John Cena and David Otunga and everything, I blocked a huge portion of stuff yeah. out of my memory, I guess. Um, 2015. Oh my God. I can't breathe. 2015. Um, they had hell in the cell. Uh, oof. <clears throat> John Cena issued an open challenge was, uh, by, uh, answered by Alberto del Rio, a returning Alberto del Rio. Who? Oh Yeah. Keep saying that he's gonna come back to WWF, WWE, known now as WWE. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Uh, they had. Well, he defeated John Cena on this night. He sure fucking did. Um, no, he didn't. Says four other. Oh yeah, you're right. No, yeah, he became oh. the US. Four other titles. Uh, you had uh, the New Day versus uh, the Dudley Boys. Interesting. This is when the Dudleys were coming back, doing that run where they were just the absolute worst. Charlotte sub- submitted uh, Nikki Bella. To retain the Divas Championship, uh, Seth Rollins defeated Kane to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and Kevin Owens <clears throat> defeated Ryback to retain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Championship of the World. And an impact taping in Windsor, Ontario, Canada, nineteen ninety in two thousand nineteen, Sammy Callahan defeated Brian Cage in a steel cage match to uh, win. What? Wait a second. <laughs> Impact. Let me see if I'm reading this right. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan beat Brian Cage 
to win right? the then, Impact World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, yeah. That right, makes, and then didn't he end up dropping it to Tessa later? He did. And Tessa f- fucked everything up. 2020, the pandemic era, we have a Hell in a Cell, a Thunderdome in Orlando. Two titles changed hands. Sasha Banks defeated Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Randy Orton toppled Drew, Drew McIntyre to win his title. And that is it. <clears throat> Those are notable things. Uh, and if you want to wish anybody some happy birthdays, I'm going to see if I can say this name right. This is one of those, uh, I think, Japanese names. Born in 1957 is, uh, see if you know this name, Atushi Onita. Yes. You don't know who Atushi Onita is? I'm pretty sure even you know who that is. Who? Are you fucking kidding me? Don't rib me on the air. Just okay. tell the people who he is. I don't know who that is. I don't. You don't know who Onita is? No. Who is it? He's the guy that's responsible for a lot in large part for a lot of the garbage wrestling that we see now. Cause he's started FMW in Japan where Wait, they is he the guy those... with the, he like a fake Muda? No. No, he's the guy that would wrestle in like a tank top and jeans and fucking cry after every match. And the people just fucking love this guy. They pack stadiums to see this fucking guy. I thought did he didn't he do some cosplay anyway. All right, fine. But you know what? Here's a guy who is underappreciated. Born 1965. He actually, fun fact, is my cousin Nilda's next door neighbor in Florida. Too cold Scorpio. It's a birthday today? It's a birthday. Go wish Too Cold a happy birthday. Perry Saturn. Born 1966, so let me see. I'm born 1976, so I'm 47, so he's 57. Damn, Perry Sanders is only 57? You're welcome. Who is the Latin lover? That's just his name? That was his wrestling name? Yeah. Okay, that guy looks like a fucking weirdo. And uh, <clears throat> last but not least, the beautiful Rosa Mendez. I know you have Rosa Mendez stories. Rosa Mendez, <clears throat> Rosa Mendez. <clears throat> you know who Rosa Mendez is, right? Is it um Was it Melina Roca? Yes. Yeah. She was came, she with you in OBW, She was there right? when I was there, yes. I don't think we had any interactions though. Okay. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for uh you know. I guess um, I guess it's time for uh, I can't wait till this guy drops the title because I hate using his theme song. But ladies and gentlemen, it is NXT Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is Halloween Havoc 2023, a ghoulishly awesome night of professional wrestling here, and we're going to break it down, ladies and gentlemen. Vet, you know what to do. Do your thing. Your thing is, you know, I got to tell you something. So I had a, I had a change up that, did you, do you like the thumbnail? It looks pretty cool. I had to do a lot of work on, on her face to make it look evil. And I added the eye. You know, yeah. So I think it's, it's one of my favorite thumbnails. It's just very plain, but you know, simple. 
<clears throat> Sometimes so. simple is best. So what we got, Vet? We got a. Uh, it's Halloween Havoc. Uh, NXT's. Uh, you know they 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 ripped that off of WCW. And they uh, this purchased is their... it from WCW, right? Because they purchased WCW. This is their gimmick now. Yes, this... <clears throat> they bought it fair and square. That's what I hear. So, with that being said, my friend. Yes, we are starting off with a live performance of the hit single. I don't know if it's a hit. Vampire by yes. New Year's Day. It is actually That's a hit single. I didn't know the that. name of the band. I don't never heard of them before. I believe Shotzi is the lead singer. Apparently, it's just <clears> I thought they were pretty wise. good, though. It was a little too good. It was like this is lip syncing, right? It's got to be. Um, it didn't I, sound. It didn't sound. The mix didn't sound like what it would sound like if a band was playing in the performance center to me. But I feel you. I think she was actually singing it though. I think um, there were certain like times. Camera right there. I think. She, I think she was. I don't. You know, it's funny that you say that because I was like, she sounds really fucking good. Is she? I, and I thought is she lip syncing, but it didn't. It didn't appear to me. Usually, when somebody's lip syncing. Like her pauses and the way she was breathing into the mic, it was consistent with somebody who actually fucking uh, sang the song. So Elizabeth says, that chick looked like Shotzi. It took me a second to realize it wasn't her playing karaoke. Yeah. I mean, regardless, even if it was lip sunk, then... I mean, the version she recorded in the studio sounded really good and, uh, you know... Mm-hmm. but uh that that's regardless they play the package and they sort of intercut between the live performance and the package footage and you know so it, it, it it's they made sure to make it seem like you know it's a big deal yeah i um, thought it was cool and then actual shotzi comes out and she's dressed like a cenobite from hellraiser and uh scarlet is with her and she's what Marie Antoinette, is that the gimmick here? With the yep, the, yeah, the, yeah, with the slit in her throat. They actually chopped mm-hmm. her head off. You know, let them. Ha- what is it? Uh, let them eat cake. Let them eat cake. And Fucking bitch. Yeah. So not not they, not not Scarlet. Not Scarlet, but no Antoinette. Antoinette, yes. And uh, yeah, so I guess her head had just been cut off freshly, and she just put it back on like nothing happened. Yeah, right? that's what she do. Good, good costume. It's wrestling. Um, and they're here to introduce the Devil's Playground. Oh. with uh you know one two roxy's coming for you in her freddy krueger gear you know noted child molester and murderer freddy krueger um and uh versus just regular kiana james she's like fuck this i have a helicopter i don't need a halloween costume you guys are marks so there you go there's an actual swing set out there for this devil's playground match so they're taking it seriously. Why not? <clears throat> um. Well, bef- you know, I, I don't really... I guess I'll clean this up. But, Ray, what did you think of the match? Uh, any thoughts on this? Um, mm, um, well, I thought it was actually quite okay. It was good. Um, I, I'm just trying to... <laughs> this. Let's put it this way. For me, the match aged well as the show went on. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, I'll tell you, man. Usually, when when the girls have props or when when some of their props all over the arena, they don't use them properly. I thought everything was used properly. 
This is a gimmick match. It's uh, what was in the kiddie pool? I don't know. I thought there were cans of beer. <laughs> yeah, they never they never actually took a bump in it, right? It just sat there. I was waiting for that bump, but nothing. Yeah. Well, but um, yeah. Um, they're I probably was, like, what are those? I'm not taking a bump in that. <laughs> well, first I got I got to tell you, uh, and I'll be honest, man. Uh, fucking uh, what's her face? Um, not Shotzi. Um, what was her name? Keanu. Uh, Roxanne. She looked great in that outfit. Like that that girl's. That, if I was in my twenties, <laughs> but um, sound like the old dirty old man. But yeah, man. Um, this was a. You know what? <clears throat> For what it was, a gimmick match. Uh, I guess uh, the culmination of a of a feud ender. The, the one thing I didn't like, and I thought was corny, was at the end when she. You know, she power bombs or she does the pop rocks onto the to the purse. I know what you're saying. Yep. And then mm -hmm. she opens the purse and she pours out the broken uh, pieces of the brick. brick. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Dear Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Kiana would be dead if she was able to break the, a brick with the back of her head. Um, mm -hmm. She'd be taken to a, what is it, a medical facility. Directly you can say hospital now. Oh, hospital. Maybe a morgue after that um, too bad we didn't have an ambulance match a wambulance but i thought the girls did a good job man uh and i think they they worked really hard and um kiana james had that big fucking did you see that goddamn knot on her head i'm no i didn't, oh, you didn't where, see did, where do you think it came from it came from when fucking roxanne walloped her over the head with that swing <clears throat> that swing chair. oh yeah that swing that first one right when she's like She's like hovering over it, and then Kiana comes to get her, and she whips around, fucking smacks the shit out of her. Um, and when she got up, you probably, like you said, you probably didn't pay attention, but dude, she had the big round golf ball with the slit. Mm -hmm. It was, she wasn't. It was so swollen she couldn't That's bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I, I find a picture of her. She, I'm sure she posted on Instagram. But go ahead. Mm. Yeah, well, um, you know, like you said, the, the match looked like, for the most part, <clears throat> I thought it looked like they were mad and fighting, mm -hmm. right? But the problem is, this is one little nitpick I have, but it's not exclusive to them. I say this every time I see it, but when you're in a match where there's no disqualifications and you can do whatever you want, mm -hmm. you probably don't want to use chops that's probably the least effective thing you can do. Okay. Right? So I, I, it's been a thing, a philosophy. I've explained it multiple times. I won't go through it again, but I just don't like to see chops in a street fight setting. Um, but other than that, it was good. And like you said, the brick, not only was it phony that she broke a brick the way they broke the brick, but also the brick looked phony. The pieces yeah. of the brick looked phony. It looked like right. there were more pieces than it would be. Too many pieces to be just one brick it had to be multiple bricks so agree yeah so i didn't like that but i liked how good both the women looked mm -hmm. doing <clears throat> the match basically agree. i just would have laid it out differently but like i said as we'll see later um this match aged very well but unfortunately it kicked off the show so there were some matches i'm gonna put out there really quickly um and teaser there's some matches that got me annoyed 
okay. some things that happened that was just dumb that got me annoyed so we'll we'll look forward to this yeah um so next uh vic sits down with carmelo hayes and you know short short version he basically asks if he was the one that attacked trick which is going to become a recurring theme um and then uh vic has more questions but carmelo hayes is insulted and he leaves and vic was like vic started to say something like i have more questions jimmy like he yells to somebody named jimmy who could be a it could be a reference to Jimmy Paradise, who you probably heard Ben Hameen talk about quite he, a bit. Isn't he on Impact? No. Oh, okay. He's in NXT. Oh, I thought he was in Impact. All right. Well, he's somewhere in WWE, but <clears throat> you're thinking of Jimmy Jacobs, and he is an uh, AEW. James Paradise. Okay. James, James Paradise, Paradise is the guy that mm. was with us at OVW, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Kamikaze Kid, one half of yeah. Totally Awesome with Chris Silvio. And also former guest of myself and Ben Hameen on the Impact Attack. Maybe this is why. I, uh, at the time, he was working at Impact Wrestling, and he was actually um, in charge of shooting a lot of that Broken Universe shit. Like he helped Jimmy along. Paradise was. Yeah, Jimmy Paradise. Okay, so he went, he probably went with the from, Hardys, went back, right? Right. So went from Impact, when the Hardys got signed, Jimmy Paradise went over, like, shortly after. And him and um, Abyss went to WWE. Remember Abyss got signed as an agent or whatever? Yeah, he's still there. <clears throat> so they went over there together. Around that oh, time. Nice. Well, I miss that kid. Uh, I like I like to reconnect. Cool fucking but, guy. But people, people that work at WWE kayfabe you a lot when you try to you know what i mean because they well, they have to yes i know i understand i'm not yeah. saying that but it's hard to stay in touch with those people um so scarlet uh tells metaphor their metaphorchine uh you should have went and, like this metaphorchine yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was very good. See, Vet's not very serious all the time. I'm not very serious. No. I just have this face, though. It's like right. It's the, it's the, my resting face just looks like I'm, <clears throat> I've had enough. You know, yeah. I, I can't help it. I was it's the resting. Face I have. Well, resting for vet face. resting vet face. So my wife says she has a resting bitch face when she's on the mm -hmm. train. Yeah. So she doesn't get stabbed. I mean, it works. People tend not to approach you. Which is good. I don't have a resting. Go ahead. Let me see. No, no, not you. I'm saying anyone who has a resting bitch face or one of those faces, those mugs, it just says, hey, back off, you know? Just I, th people I, think, I think Frank is, is pissed, man. He says, it's nice. Scarlet only has to work two nights a year. Hey, it's their fault that, <laughs> uh, you know, they're not using her more. I don't remember. Was she any good in the ring? She was okay, right? Oh, she's fine. Yeah, yeah. sure. Why? How I mean, come she's she not the best, not the worst? How come she ain't wrestling? I don't need her. Mm, okay, don't really right. need her, I guess. You don't need a super um, hot, incredible blonde. I guess not. Mm. Okay. So Tazawa swipes the. Uh, that was funny. Cup, the Heritage Cup, mm. I guess. Um, and then we get the debut mm. of Lexus King. Yeah, pal. This name sucks. I'm not going to lie, but 
let's try to ignore that and just look at the rest of the presentation. He's taking on Dante Chen here, who it's like they only bring Dante Chen onto actual NXT when they need him to lose to somebody, and then the rest of the time he's on level up, I guess. But well, he, again, he's big enough and dangerous enough to be. He's he's like um, I guess you would say uh, what was the guy Canada's greatest athlete WWF? Mike Sharp. Yeah, he's like the Iron Mike Sharp of the NXT. He's, he's big, he's tough, but he's gonna lose. <clears throat> so, all right. Well, what'd you think of the match here? What'd you think of the debut? What'd you think of everything? All right, so let's 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 break it down. The presentation. I love the fucking uh, sliding uh, throne. That okay. was cool. I think he needs a cane. I don't know why. Not to be his dad. Well, except he is, but he is. Right. But he is. Right. But he is. But he isn't. But he is. Even though he is. And he looks more like his dad now than he did even before. <laughs> That's right. He's he looks like. like he looks just like Attitude Era Brian Pillman, like exactly. Right. Um, now I've I'm not gonna pretend that I watched a ton of Brian Pillman Junior. shit on AEW, so I'm gonna have to I'll lean watch on all of his matches. So I'm gonna have to lean on you for this one, okay? Okay. But from the very minuscule amount that I've seen on AEW, I saw here. Um, a much, I'm not going to say more, much more polished. I would say somebody who seemed, uh, more invested into who, into, uh, character work during his match. If that makes any sense. Um, I thought he was solid. There was nothing that I could call out. You're going to, like I said, I'm gonna need your help on this. Mm -hmm. Um, decent, um, stiff at times <laughs> stiff at times um i actually think dante chen took got annoyed at, at something that he did i can't pinpoint it but i think i think lexus came out a little stiff at, at, at certain points maybe he was really hyped up for being in that ring or whatever um i think so i think he was moving a little too fast for his own good even though you might say what are you talking about ray i think he was i think uh lexus king was rushing but i think that'll in time that will you know it'll tail back he, i think this is he was excited to really be in this ring he was really motivated um for a debut i want to see alexis king win in more of a squash fashion but uh dante chin again is a big son of a bitch and he knows karate so all in all if i was going to grade this uh debut for alexis king i'll give it like a maybe a b c plus now, you've seen a bunch of uh, his shit on on AEW. So now, what do you think? What, what were there any differences? Anything that you saw different? Um, was I off with the whole rushing thing? Um, what do you think? No, I, I think your assessment was pretty much spot on. Um, I mean, I've been watching Brian since MLW right. with the New Heart Foundation gimmick they were doing. Uh, Ironically enough, he's always been more of a personality than he has been a worker. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to learn on the job, you know? Um, this is probably, I don't want to say, 
I, I can't say it's the weakest version of him, like in terms of personality that I've seen, because that varsity gimmick or whatever he was doing, AEW was pretty weak. And That's he was the I guy that, him. and he was the guy that did all the jobs too. So not only did he have no real character there, but he was the job guy to a guy no one's ever heard of as a partner. And it was kind of ridiculous. So I can't really get behind it, but there's some sort of a disconnect between the announcers talking about how much he doesn't, you know, like he's, <laughs> they're, they're trying to tell the story that he's not his dad. They're trying to explain again, all the stuff he said in the promos and everything. Right. And you do realize that the first thing that anybody is going to do that is not familiar is going to Google Brian Pillman and they're going to basically see this exact guy and they're going to be, they're, they're going to immediately say what we're saying, which is, what are you talking about? He looks exactly like he's not trying to not be his dad. He's just ditching the name. And I just don't like it. I don't like the whole idea of it. There's a way to do what they want to do and they're not doing it. The match was, the match was whatever. Uh -huh. Um, it wasn't a good match. It wasn't a good debut match. Mm -mm. Um, but not in a way that I think most, most people watching it would, they probably thought the match was fine. Uh, only I am seeing these things. It's like, eh, but for the most part, you know, whatever it doesn't, that's not important. The important thing was to sort of get your new persona over. I did see right? potential though. If that makes any sense. I did see long-term potential with the kid. And if they get him together with the right person or faction, man, I, I really want them to bring back Davey Boy Smith Jr. to work alongside this kid. I think that would be fun, man. And they could do some damage in the tag team type division with the New Heart Foundation type of thing. But um Well, you're kind of shooting that in the foot because now if yeah. you go back on it, then you've already said all this shit. Well, I mean, you so, could also go with Davy Boy's son. Like, you know what? Yeah, Fuck but my it, father. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I like Brian from what I've seen of him. He seems like a good guy. And every time that I assess this kid, he seems like he's trying to figure it out. Like, he's really trying. And he seems like he cares he seems like That's he it. cares that he's not getting it and he wants to learn how right. to get it. You and I don't trust anybody that. else. I don't trust anybody else to tell him how to get it. I wish I could talk to him and figure it out and try to help him a little bit, but I, I you know, it, it would, it, I would like to, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think he, I really don't think he feels like what he says. I don't think he feels like, I mean, I know he's, it's true that he didn't know his dad very well, but I also don't think he, you know, willingly wants to, if, if he willingly wanted to put his dad in the rearview mirror, he wouldn't have called himself Brian Pillman Jr. for like six, seven oh, yeah. years and, you know, been paying homage to him. So Absolutely. he's trying to get the new thing over. I just don't think he really believes it. And well, if you don't believe it, how do you know how to get it over? Well, he's a king. Like his dad had a cane. He needs a scepter. Doesn't have to be a fucking like a like a gold scepter. It has to, you know, something cool that he can use, you know, as a weapon. 
You know, I'm just putting it out there. If anybody in NXT is listening to this, I think that would help his character out just a little <laughs> Look, bit. Look, I didn't get in a vicious car accident, but I've got a cane anyway. Like, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Man, he did that, have a cane. In MLW, he had a fucking cane. He did. Oh, so I didn't know that. That's interesting. Very it, fucking. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's been, he's been being his dad. Mm -hmm. Then he was a random, he was a random cheerleader for some reason. And then he, then he went back to being his dad, but saying he's not. So that, those are his gimmicks. Yeah. I, I feel for the kid. Um, well, that was, uh, that's, I have to, I, once again, just being that vet, man, just, just doing what vets do. You said exactly what I was thinking and I couldn't really verbalize it. That's exactly, it's a kid that, that really wants to get it. He cares. And I guess that's what I found endearing about him. Now, now I, now after you said what you said, I, now I get why I felt that way about him. Like he, yeah. you could tell he wants to learn. He wants to get better. He wants to be right. good and, and he, fuck, fuck man. If half, if half, I'm sorry, if half the people in the business would have the dedication this kid has to, to get better, it would be a better, uh, wrestling would just be better, I think, but go ahead, Ben, I'm sorry. He, no, I was just going to say he, he wants to to make this new gimmick work yeah man that's great he, i'm, I'm yeah. sure he wants it, it to fun. succeed he whatever he's being told whatever advice he's being given like kids like him they want to take the advice they're not like the hangman pages they're looking for advice please give me advice let me let me learn and then they get told 20 different things by 20 different people and they don't learn any of it, it it's like He's trying to find himself still, I think. It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I could be you're, I could be I way off on all this. Right. I think you're right. But I just feel like I you know, it it's it's a struggle when you don't have a clear direction. And I don't know, we'll see. He may just <clears throat> sometimes you just happen into stuff, you know? Oh uh, and, and I remember what, what pissed off Dante Chen. It was a clothesline to the back of fucking Dante Chen's head. Oh, is that the one where where Booker was like, was that a clothesline? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, because it was like a cross face. He came from behind and cross faced Bro, him with it. He fucked yeah. him up from behind. That Okay, that was... so that's so okay. Perfect example, right? Like now again, I'll say right off the top, take it with a grain of salt, because I wasn't there and I could be wrong. But this looks like to me, if I had to bet money, okay, I would say someone back there told him that this is his big chance and he's got to be vicious aggressive yeah ruthless aggression right and he's like okay okay yeah vicious got it and that's the same thing they told chris masters right before he plastered stevie richards's nose all over his face you know what i mean like there's a different vicious is vicious can be a look it doesn't even have to be like you're you're hitting a guy hard Vicious can be a look. It can be an aura. Like what you were talking about with Bruno San Martino, you know, having that, like, there's like a ethereal presence of like, yeah, you're it's just like, here's, a, here's a fucking somebody. Like when I, when I, when I shook hands with, when I shook hands with, um, Fit Finley and William Regal and Dave Taylor. Oh my God. I, I shook those three guys hands. I felt like a gazelle shaking hands with three lions. Like, how you doing, sir? You know, like they weren't going to eat me because they weren't hungry, but that's what I felt from them. And they had, they, they did not cross face me. 
I just know that those guys are badasses. And so when young guys hear that advice, like be vicious, you know, they think they got to make it look like I'm hitting them, you know, and that's what they're not explaining to him. Right. Maybe they'll explain it to him when he comes back. Maybe Dante Chen and he will have a sit down to talk about it. Um, Dante Chen's probably a shooter. Who well, knows? Yeah. I can see the heartbreak kid. Tell him. Dante Chen. Go out there, kid. Give him the give him shit. Hey, remember Zion Quinn? Oh my god. Is he was he released or no? Not to my knowledge. Holy fucking shit. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. I don't think so. I think he's, he's still on his way. Look, look, we all knew he was finished when he sang the Heartbreak Kid theme song, right? So they fucking ruined that poor kid. All right, so Chase, you and the cheerleaders are backstage. Uh, Duke is doing Stevie Richards Fitness. Speaking of Stevie Richards, um, and then the family comes by and they say, "Hey, you know, hey, we couldn't ask for better opponents." And everybody's like, "The hell does that mean?" And then it's sort of implied like something's up, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting, especially seeing how things play out. So, yeah, um, and then we get to. Kalani Jordan versus Ariana Grace. So, uh, I can't remember. Originally, you said you thought that this whole uh, thing was to put over who? Was it Kalani or was it the... uh... I said this whole thing was just to get to Jordan and uh, Lola Vice. That's what you said. For some reason, I thought you said the karate kid. The karate... Check the tapes. No, I'm sure you're right. I, I just... I thought Ariana Grace should have won this um i think she, no, there was there's no why not she's a heel and she's fucking great of ice a heel and no i know she's great but <clears throat> you can get over in a loss and she got over i think in a loss yeah yeah i mean the, yeah. the match wasn't Dude, I, great bro but. i mean right do, do you really see anything with kalani jordan at this point in time honestly yeah a little bit like I'm talking about think down the line, not not where she's at in relative to her experience. I mean, I mean like she's WrestleMania main event, Kalani Jordan. I don't think she has that it thing that they always the people like like right. Ariana has it. Like like I mean when she's selling a backslide, like she's oh, oh no. <laughs> you know, like I love it. Yeah, yeah, I great. Love it. Yeah. That's why you don't need to be a, a winner, you know? But Kalani, she's not like she's very. I think she's very good for a kid that's only been been in the ring for a couple mm-hmm. years. She's a um, gymnast working hard, and and um, she's a, she's a total package when it comes to athleticism. You know, be- she's a, gorgeous. I think Kalani Jordan is fucking beautiful. Um, she's everything you want in an NXT you know or a woman's wrestler. But Ariana Grace, I I, f- I feel like Ariana outclassed her. Well, she should. She's got. She's a second generation, and she's been doing it longer, and mm-hmm. she's putting character in. So, of course. But like what I said earlier about people being too good. Hey, we're doing a Kalani Jordan thing right now, so put her over. Got it. You know, yep. and she so, went over. Yeah, she did. Um, how do you go to break thirty seconds into a match? <laughs> well, this was a picture in picture. So. Yeah, picture, of course. Uh, but still, like, this happened a bunch of times on this show. Like, they'll yeah. just get started and be like, we got to go. It's like, what are you, 
No, well, they, got, they got to sell it to Tino's uh, pizza rolls. Is that what you got? Did you get the uh, Did you get the old lady learning about Medicare? I did get like, the old lady learning about. What Medicare. did I tell you about who they think watches these shows? I'm telling you, it's everybody watching Law and Order falling asleep. It was Medicare. This was is not a real audience here. Viagra commercials. <laughs> All right, but yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, so Tom Kalani- Sonic on there selling uh, yes. life insurance. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe Namath. Uh, uh, yes. Frank, Frank Frank Thomas at the gym with these uh, soccer moms. Like, are you Frank Thomas? Like, you don't know. Well, what yes, is. I am, and I have a yeah. big black bat car that I use for baseball. Um. So so Kalani so Kalani wins with the split legged moonsault. Whatever. Why not? um yeah sure so like i said she's she's earmarked for the finals before this thing even started uh then we get to uh von wagner and robert stone at the uh the rehab rehab sure you're my friend (laughs) yep man once once he found out that robert stone was his friend he he just took those steps and oh he's coming back next he'll be hitting hurricane ranas next week He'll be here. He'll be there for the match. Oh, he he's gonna be there. They're gonna wheel him in. It's gonna be great, bro. Um, so I don't know if I, I I'm looking forward to this match. I right. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing Easy E, um, Easy E, Robbie, fucking Robbie E, Robert Stone. God damn it, Robert Stone wrestling. It's been so long. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like this segment, dude. I I just I can't pinpoint. I was like, because it's so terrible that what else can you do but smile? That right. Way. That's I guess. So I'm on the train. You know, there were two homeless people being very loud, but I have noise cancellation, but I can still kind of hear them. Like, hey man, give me that bag. You know, it's, it's like, you and you, you hold up your phone. You're like, look. Yeah. If you had friends like this, maybe you right. wouldn't be in this situation. Maybe you wouldn't. Right. Right. But which don't. doesn't help them in any way. But they had you each don't other. Just get a friend. Yeah. They had each other. So they had each other to fight with over the, they were the fighting rock. over something in a, in a, in a, in a shopping, not fighting, like arguing, like, no, move this over here. Move that. I was like, whatever. Anyway. So Shotzi scissor hands. Yes. And vampire Scarlet. I, I didn't know what she was supposed to be until the diamond mind came out and said, Oh, you're a vampire. Like, Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> thank Thanks, you, Julius. Buddy. I wasn't sure what uh, she was supposed to be. Uh, just look like a, you know, hot chick. So this was, uh, this was the, uh, give everybody a microphone and just try to say shit until the wheel stops spinning segment. Right now, I believe, mm. um, that Brutus was dressed like Pennywise, the clown, right? With his onesie, <sighs> but he didn't do any makeup or anything. He just wore that. I'll, I'll have to go to Liz on this. Liz. Um, yeah but but it looked like and that just seemed like such a layup like why isn't he wearing the 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 gorilla suit right with the with the red tie you know Mm -hmm. like why wouldn't he i don't know i didn't get it i was like what is he supposed to be like yeah and and julius wasn't even he just was that's just how he dresses he was a college athlete right so they spin so they spin the wheel and for their match uh against the lotharios Mm -hmm. for next halloween havoc part two they get tables ladders and scares Ooh. <laughs> oh don't do that vet too scary bro i guarantee you there will be a zombie or two gary scary no. gary. gary gary 
Vet, seriously, I don't want to see no zombies. There will be zombies. I would bring out the original zombie. Is the, he alive? The ECW oh, one? Away. I think he passed away. Know. Well, just get. Well, he's a zombie. Just, just get him bring out him there anyway. Just get him out there anyway. PCO just signed a new contract with NXT, pal. Hey, look who's here. Our brother from Israel. <laughs> he says Rob Zombie? No, yes. Aaron, not Rob Zombie. Regular Rob Zombie. Rob. Um, <laughs> one part did make me laugh. Okay? okay. And that's the part where after they spin the wheel and get the tables, ladders, and scare match, Julius is like, this is your grandpa telling you, you screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like, yes. Bless I, this kid. This is this is the Jack Swagger we always needed. I like those two guys a lot. They're they're just so fucking likable, man. Um, right. I wouldn't want to get in the ring with them, but no. I will. They, I will watch. Them. I'll watch them hurt other people. <clears throat> Whoa, baby. Whoa, baby. Um, oh wait, do I have that? Whoa, baby. <laughs> That's old. I deleted that. Does everybody remember that reference? No, I always had a question about that. So mm -hmm. that wine, was it non-alcoholic wine or was it just the right amount of alcohol for pregnant people? How did that work? I'm serious. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was a non-alcoholic wine. That was the whole it's grape juice. She didn't want it, she didn't want to miss her wine just because she was pregnant. So, so it's grape juice. That's what I always say, but <laughs> fucking grape juice. <laughs> What a what a rib, dude! <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah that's what I say. Not alcoholic wow. wine. You mean grape juice? Right? Wine for babies. Mm -hmm. You know, back delicious in the day, baby wine. Back in the grape day, ladies and gentlemen, when I was a kid, it was common practice for parents to give their children a little bit of. They had like when they would when their teeth were coming in, they would take a little bit of uh, whiskey, right, and rub it on their little gums. Right. Yeah my fa my father just used to pour half of half a bottle of my milk. Just right. I would, yeah. I would, I'll be passed out by six. Mm -hmm. Smart. Wake Smart up next man. next morning with a hangover and a diaper full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't think that was done for any other reason than parents <laughs> to entertain themselves. You know. Um, That's <laughs> the artist returns says. Kid comes out. Redland. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, um, uh, God. Yeah. So. So anyway, as as uh, the creeds are just standing there, uh, the family actually they hit their music and they actually walk by and kind of bump into them like, hey, hey. and then uh, yep, and then uh, Chase U comes out and now we get the family versus Chase U. I'm sure they went to to break in 30 seconds again. Mm -hmm. um, the beginning of this match, uh, I don't know what it looked like to you, mm -hmm. but to me it looked like Stax just kicked the shit out of both of them by himself for like he sure fucking straight. did. Like you're just making them look stupid. I'm like, wait, of the two teams, I know for some reason that they treat the, the, the Tony D'Angelo family like baby faces, but if anybody's the heels in this match is them. Yeah. So they're doing this match. Like it's a baby face, baby face match. And it's funny cause they both kind of started out as heels and became fan favorites. Right. So the whole match was weird. The match was sloppy. There was a lot of spots that were off. There was a spot where like Stax and Andre Chase couldn't figure out who to shoot off. 
-hmm. Like they just double reversed and triple reversed and quadruple reversed and quintuple reversed just to grab a headlock, but not really grab it. And just, it was, it was awkward. Well, that's because, because stacks is the least, um, the least, uh, what do you call it? Experienced one out of everyone in this match. And he had the most time in this match. Yeah. What, that, what was that about? I don't know. This is maybe D'Angelo has a little injury or something that we don't know about. So well, that's fine. But if that's the case, you know, Chase is a veteran. He should be in there just telling him what to do the whole time and running the thing. Yeah. But it's like dancing. Like you can be an elite dancer, but if you're dancing with a partner, that's not, that doesn't can barely do a foxtrot then you're fucked. Right. But then you change the steps. You change the dance. If your partner can't dance, you don't do the dance that your partner can't do. Yeah. That's the whole idea. Look, these guys work together. He knows damn well the stacks is rotten. Right. It's not, it's not a surprise at this. He's not finding out on live TV. So that's on that's on you know, that's a teachable moment for Andre Chase. Wow. But mm. nonetheless, the finish is Reptilian Britt Baker is on the apron. She takes a bump um because they push like stacks into her or something. Chase hits Tony with the uh, the old Mark Marrow reverse victory roll thing that he busted Steve Austin's lip open with, mm -hmm. and uh, they're the new champions. This match gets an A plus for me because we have new champions. I popped right. I, like I was all right, right. Yeah, the match was sloppy, um, but in no way did I think they were actually going to put the belts on Chase U, and I've been wanting them to put the belts on Chase U. And now they had, they put the belts on Chase U. I'm like, oh shit, this is great. Like I, I literally smiled at my phone. So I'm looking past all the, the the botches. I'm looking past everything, and I'm looking at the finish. And that was um Tony. Uh, I think Tony D'Angelo was trying to run the ropes, and Britt Baker had passed. Um, was it Andre Chase the? Yeah, she tried iron, to give him the tire iron, but they won. And he was like, no. Yeah, they won fair and square. So I dug that man. Um. One little thing I would have told Andre Chase. In the moment where he refuses the tire iron, he should at least say so that the camera can pick it up. Like, the ref is right there. Right. You know, like being smart and not just saying the normal pre-tapees of like, no, I don't want to do that. You know, just right. say something smart, you know, to make yourself seem smart. But anyway, that's a... Well, in the moment. Here's the, here's the deal, though. What? I'm happy obviously yeah. that andre chase and duke hudson are the tag team champions it's so fine. am i so am i by the way but there's a few things about it that are like they're making me enjoy it less <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what i said about the match being sloppy that is whatever it just happens sometimes it happens whatever no big deal okay first backstage they tease something like the fix is in right yeah what was that and about? then and JC is obviously the bad influence character, right? So now you're thinking JC's got something going on, a right. deal with Tony and Stax, right? Like Tell you me, think there's going to be something. Tell me you didn't think they were going to throw in the towel. That's the other thing. So I'm getting to that. So here's Thea with the towel. Why does she have a towel? It's all a tease to make it's a tease, but why they didn't even they didn't even tease the whole tease because at no point was anybody in danger of submitting so they didn't end up using the towel 
I was waiting. So if that was their plan, if that was their plan to screw them over, there was, it never happened. So what were they going to do? Was the tire iron an attempt? Okay. (laughs) But now here's the other interesting part. So JC gets knocked off the fucking apron, Mm -hmm. right? Now what happens every time and the, even the most minor of accidents happens between teams and partners. That person gets pissed. Like you just ruined their life, right? right? Oh, you accidentally hit me in a combat sport. You motherfucker. I hate you now. Right? She's fine with it. She gets in the ring and celebrates with them just like everybody. So was that part of the plan? Was that JC's plan to be involved and to, and to run interference in a match? I don't know, man. I don't know where they're going. I think it's deeper than 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 what we can imagine. Or maybe we're giving the writers too much credit and they just fucked it up. I don't know. Yeah, I think they fucked it up. But it's like, why did you do it in the first place? Like, no one asked you to tease the tease the fix at the in the pre-tape no one asked you to have the spot where she gets knocked no one asked you to you know it's just no, it's, yeah I don't, the I whole thing is that. weird i didn't get it either it's weird it is weird yeah so i wasn't able to fully enjoy it and the reason that i thought chase you might not win was because of all the things that they kind of teased at the start and then none of it paid off they didn't even they didn't even just swerve us like they started it and then they switched it back they just didn't do anything yeah it's weird just weird all the and and jc jane is the only person in history that's ever been accidentally hit (laughs) that is not pissed about it she's happy that a completely other team won i don't know yeah whatever we'll find out yeah we'll find out uh hard-hitting home truths is back yeah i don't care uh social media role of fans picking whether becky or lyra is going to win tonight these are all fucking people that that work there. Yeah. <laughs> like that fucking they're all, pub. They're all from Europe. Like that right. pub that was literally down the street. But from Europe. But but they were from Ireland. Got it. Uh Mackenzie's with Corbin. And basically, again, like short version, she asks him if he took out Trick Williams. Mm-hmm. He denies it. Uh Okay, Gigi versus Blair in a lights out match. In this context, lights out means they turn the lights out. And other than that, it's exactly the same as a devil's playground match, <clears throat> except the falls cannot occur anywhere. They must occur in, in the, the ring. ring. Okay. This is the match that infuriated me. <laughs> you don't say. This was um, this was fucking worthless. This match, that spot where Davenport flung the fucking chair at D- at Gigi Dolan's head, it almost took out fucking Booker T and fucking Gimmick Jones and uh, doing announcing was one of the most uh, reckless, dangerous things I've I've seen, and that's saying a lot. Uh, and the so camera sh- didn't even get a great shot of it either. I'm it sure was so fast. I am fucking sure that she she didn't throw the chair right. She just flung it. You're supposed to throw it, you know, st- flat. And she didn't do that. She just literally flung it by the fucking f- foot of the chair and almost killed this this girl. Um, this was uh, if I could put on socks, I'd be putting on socks, gloves, fucking scarves, a hat, a winter jacket, and a fucking condom just to be safe. 
Wow. On the other hand, on the other hand, Gigi was wearing shorts, so if you Bro, put on all those clothes, you might have missed something. This match stunk. It was and it was long. Ugh. Did you like uh I didn't know this match was gonna turn into a handicap match because Blair <clears throat> actually had a second match with the table trying to set it up. <laughs> she eventually went over, but it was a it was That's... a very fifty fifty match. <laughs> But I want you to stop me if I'm wrong when I say this. But when you go through a fucking table, you know how fucking uh, Davenport did the the flippy flippy gimmick onto the table from from the announce table onto the table that was mm -hmm. set up. Mm -hmm. God, man, it is so insulting, or, or it just looks so dumb. Gigi, when you're fucking selling like you got stabbed, like she she went through the table. I got it. But she's like, oh, my God, why? My father didn't love me. And it's like all this shit. Like, it's so fucking over the top. Right, she, she was like wiggling like she was throwing a tantrum. Almost. Holy shit. It, it, it got me annoyed. I'm looking at this shit like, why is she selling like that? She was, it was Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. But they do that all the time. And then we're going to talk about the main event, too, because I'm tired of this shit right here. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Why? How? Enough. Yeah, not good. Well, anyway, yes, she puts she puts her through that table with a Falcon's arrow with no sit down. She's just standing Falcon's arrow from Ooh, the announce table. She went through the table soft. She yeah. went she went nice and soft. The table collapsed on its own. And she and she writhed and screamed around like she had just fell in a vat Bro, you, of acid. You sell that shit if it if the table's on fire, <laughs> like you know, like the Dudley's. That's different. I get it. What yeah. the fuck, dude? I don't know. Well, yeah, the, it's NXT. The whole thing's a cartoon. So I guess dumb. maybe she was just Arrow. trying to go with the. Anyway, uh, Blair hits the V trigger for the win. Uh, Vic sits down with Dragonoff. Um, he says things. Mm -hmm. uh then we get uh shotzi and scarlet as the shining twins here mm -hmm. do you like this one that was uh, actually that, i like that they say just like the twins in unison to carmelo hayes who's watching on television the dragonov interview mm -hmm. uh they say that all signs point to mellow and he's like you know like you know whatever and then they're like as tricks attacker like he's the one that you know attack trick and he's like you know, I don't believe in any of that. And then just walks off. Of course not. Okay. Um, Frank says, what is a V trigger? A video game term? Yes, it yes. is a video game term. That's it is from me. Street Fighter V, which a five is a Roman numerals is a V. Mm -hmm. And Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, yes. He, he stole that term. And Capcom has not sued him because they have a nice relationship. Whatever. Uh, Sarah Schreiber is here. Oh. Yeah. And uh, she's with Tiffy and Tiffy? Fucking love Fallon so, Henley. Yeah, here is where Fallon Henley has a personality for once. Told you. Too bad it's somebody else's. Well, yo, I'm sorry, but I took a screenshot of her. Do you have it here? Nope. 
It's my oh, private, come on. It's my private screenshot for me. Channelattitude.com. Where's the fucking lotion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, it's, nom, 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 you nom, know, nom. it's Tiffy right. and Tiffy, and then Tiffy punches Tiffy, so we got to fire Tiffy. You don't have to. We kind of did. Okay. Especially if CM Punk's coming in. It'd be rude to just let a bunch of people keep their jobs for assaulting the co-workers. Uh, next is Karate Carmen versus Lola Vice. I wrote one word in my notes. Mm-hmm. You want to hear it? Fast. Rushed. Fallon Henley. Oh, yeah. Bye. Toodles. Look at that. Goddamn pal. That's the picture I have in my uh, my screenshot picture. Oh, that's a new one. I'm going to take. Uh, what happened? So, so yeah. My one word note. Well. That's my note. Bro, the match before went so fucking long. These girls, they were like, I could tell. Number one, they started both in the ring. No entrances. So mm-hmm. they, they basically ran out there. When the match started, I could see the referee leaning like, girls, you got like four minutes. <laughs> If that, <laughs> and we're going to break in 20. Yeah, it was all. Oh. And the match starts, and we're going in picture in picture. Don't miss a moment. What? Match ends in picture in picture. Jesus, bro, this shit. So now, Carmen Petrovic, uh, I know, I know, poor uh, Carmen. Ah, uh, man, you can't, you can't stand in a ring with a Lola Vice and expect to be over. No, it's weird because. When I when I gave you the heads up on Karate Carmen all those mm-hmm. weeks ago, yeah, it was just one match and she was a heel. She worked mm-hmm. heel. Okay, I was like, hey, okay, I see something here. Hey, and then these two matches that she's been in since, she's as a fan favorite and she's running all around the place. She is not a run back and forth, up down type person. She is a martial artist stock the opponent type person, you know, probably more in common with a Shayna Baszler than an an EO sky, you know, like this is not the role for her. And the crowd has clearly already demonstrated that they like Lola vice. So how are you going to try to have her doing the, the, the baby face? Come on. Like, no, 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 no one's coming on. Um, it's, it's, it's over. They already, you know, even They've already I, made their choice. For so, the time they had, I think Lola did what very, very well. Yeah. I would have rather these women had a little more time and Carmen was more of a heel. Unfortunately, we don't get that. It's the blind leading the blind and they were rushed. So, you know, it is what it is. But, like I said, like I prophesied, this was the final two. Lola mm-hmm. and... Uh, Leilani or Kelani Kai, yes, yes, Leilani Kai back from retirement. One more match. Her one thoughts match. on one more match. She fucking break a hip. Um, all right, Chase, you just went from boys to men. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. Uh, and then Chelsea and Piper appear. The mm. WWE women's tag team had champions. no idea they were champions. They are the champions. 
Yes. And they're also a Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf. The Big Fat Wolf, right. Big Fat Wolf, yes. And then they get challenged by Thea and JC. They're going to win. Challenge. They're going to win. Thea and JC James are, are they going to be tag team champions. Mm. I think you have two tag team champions. And they just go to Raw and take their place? like. And Chelsea and Piper have to come back to NXT? You'll see. Okay. Uh, Lyra and Becky walk. Mm-hmm. And then Metaphor grills security about the cup. And then Lash gets a photo on her phone of Tozawa with the cup. Then Braun confronts Mello and gives him an evil pep talk. I like that. I like evil like pep that. talks. Yeah. yeah. I used to get I used to get a ton of those when I was a kid. Yep. Yeah. Uh Jade Cargill is in the nest. Mm-hmm. Do you like that they're just they're just parading her around and just making you want her to do something? It's like that that whole yeah. meme, you know, it's like do something with the yeah. guy pointing a stick. Yeah. They make you want it. They just didn't just throw her on TV immediately. Yeah. This is I good. I do like that. I do like that. Um, they don't play it up enough on Raw and SmackDown, though. Mm-hmm. They, they show her shaking hands with people and being in offices back there, but right. it's like, okay, and, you know, show her back there watching the monitor or show her in a, a, a luxury box or... You know, with guys feeding her grapes or whatever the fuck. It just like do more. <laughs> right. She's there. But I think they have to be careful, vet. Like they can't do it too long. Cause then people are gonna start getting annoyed by it. That's heat. You're right. Okay. Uh Lyra versus Becky with full <laughs> entrances. Yes. Okay. Um they have a match. The ladies have a match. Uh that I feel did. like I feel like I saw the bridge spot in another match. Probably. Was it the, uh, don't who was it? I don't remember. Seriously. Was it the uh, Kilani Jordan and Ariana? It was. Grace? Did they yep, do the yep, bridge? Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. Did the double bridge. Um, so there was that, uh, I didn't see the E Honda in another match. Do you see, you know what I'm talking about? Did you see Lyra do the E Honda? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> I, I I I beat Street Fighter too with E Honda. It's so just not you, easy, right? You go back to you go back home and you eat the because you know everybody's like you know when you're doing the whole fucking you know the flying headbutt gimmick and you get hit with the hadouken. Hmm. Yeah, he's very vulnerable. So winning with him was it's like uh chase you winning the tag team titles. Right. Didn't think it would happen. All right. Well, yeah, it clearly inspired Lyra Valkyria. Uh, They did a lot too fast in this match, as I'm sure you noticed. Who knows if that was because everything went long? But even though this match had time, actually, this match did have. Yeah, it had plenty of time, and they did too much, too fast. Do you think that Lyra looked to be a little overwhelmed during this match, and at times maybe even winded? No, no, oh, uh, that's what I I kind of observed that. No, it, what I saw was <clears throat> two women trying to do too much too fast, and yeah, I get you. You don't need <clears throat> to. Like, what did I say about 
when you're over, you don't have to do shit. Right? Frank is correct. Becky was guiding this kid through the entire match. They were she was she didn't shut the fuck up the entire match. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that was again, there there was not only was the thing too fast, but you could see there were specific timing issues. There were issues. That's why I was that's maybe that's where I thought that she was um that Lyra was overwhelmed or 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 maybe winded the timing there there were a couple of timing issues in this match no i just think i just think when if becky's calling a spot either here's the thing when you're calling a spot to somebody in the ring when you're calling it in the ring whether you talked about it beforehand or not mm-hmm. you can tell them what you want them to do but if they don't do what you have in your mind perfectly it's not going to come off to my knowledge these women never worked before so you're not going to have that chemistry right off the bat. Sometimes you do. You just do. Um, a lot of guys, before you see them work on TV, they maybe work some house shows and stuff. So they get used to each other. You know, this is a, everybody knows this. That's, you know, a hardcore wrestling fan. They know these stories about practicing the WrestleMania main event on house shows and shit, you know, like it's just something that happens. You can tell her how to do it you, or you could tell her what to do, but you can't tell her how to do it. You don't have time. Sure. To, so <clears throat> I think what you're just seeing is a lot of that. I don't know if it was a, a question of being overwhelmed. Maybe there was a little bit of that. Who knows? Um, but to your point about the, you know, the, Oh, I can't believe she kicked out of it. The stupid cartoony faces and stuff. This is just too much. This, yeah. It's too much. And here's the thing, even if you wanted to do that, you waste Becky wasted it because she hits her with a DDT, right? She hits Lyra with a DDT, Lyra kicks out, and Becky makes the face like, oh my god, she kicked out. Becky, you've never beat anybody with a DDT in your entire career. Why would you expect to do it now? Especially when she's about to kick out of your finisher. Mm-hmm. That's when you make the face. Right. I still don't like the face, but if you're going to make the face, that's when you make the face. You make the face when you expect to win, not when you just do a random move. So, you know. Yeah. She should know better. Anyway, Becky goes for a second manhandle and Lyra rolls her up and Becky's shoulder is not even covered, but she stays down for the pin anyway. So, <laughs> great finish, guys. That and you finish- guys know, like, look, what kind of pin was that, by the way? Oh, it's the old Irish cradle, you know. Bro, I never seen nothing like that before. That was just a regular pin with the leg hooked. That's how she beat her. She that's all that's what she did. She went uh, it was like an arm drag into a pin. Yeah, she countered she she countered the manhandle slam into an arm drag into a cradle, a rolling cradle deal. And Becky's left shoulder was unobstructed, so she could have just lifted it up, but I guess she couldn't, uh, because that was the finish. Uh, but the, the point is, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Becky, but being fair, it wasn't a good match. Really? It was, I mean, it was good in a way and it was a good result because you helped to make Lyra and you passed off the title that you shouldn't be down here defending anyway. Cause you're mm-hmm. Becky Lynch, but you know, overall, um, the match was not the greatest mechanically, but it was a nice moment for Lyra. I just wish they could have done some things differently. And 
I hope Lyra learned something from this. Well, what do you think she did if she did learn anything at all? Um, she gets the experience of being in there with one of her heroes and it probably not going the way she exactly wanted it to not going as smoothly as she wanted it to. She probably felt like as soon as that match was over, she probably felt like shit and she's probably watched the match back by now and said, Oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, but she found some things that she can work on. I hope that that's what she felt like. Um, I'm going to share something real quick. Frank said, Go ahead. Frank said that they didn't call anything in ring. And Frank does this thing where he makes a statement, but he puts a question mark on the end so that, uh, it sounds, I, I don't know. That's just a thing people do now, I guess. Um, even if you talk about something in the back, I'm not saying they're making it up on the fly. I'm not, they're not calling it on the fly, but they are calling it in the ring. Someone has to call the next thing. Some people call the whole thing, even if they planned it out. Some people call it back and forth, you know, like they'll call their own spots or whatever. But even if you lay out the match move for move in the back, you still have to, someone's still calling them and calling the match and telling them what to do next. I just want to show this is uh, what we were talking about. So she hits a suplex and then she really Falcon's arrow, right? She spikes the DDT really well. Good. DDT. And this is what really fucking pissed me off. So this is, it's just, it's just over dramatic. Like, yeah, stop it. Oh my God. Like it was way too fun. Oh, what do I do? What what, what do I do? And I bet if, Oh, and hey. Becky does this a lot. Hey, cake. Uh, Becky does this a lot. Um, and I would hope that every time she watches back her match, she's probably like, God, why do I keep doing that? Is this the finish? You may feel differently in the moment. And then when you go back and watch it, like I look ridiculous. This is the but, finish right here, right? So kick, you have, kick. we have, we have Becky Lynch. She misses. All right. So this girl, Oh, no, this missed. is the first manhandle. Oh no, it isn't. No, this is it. Do you skip over the second? No. The first yeah, I skipped over it first. I just wanted to show that. All right. So yeah. this is the finish, and we'll take a look at it again. I don't know what this exactly was. Oh, so this is. That's the oh. first one. Bam, right on the head. That sucked. Right. Okay, now, now you're doing the face. Again. But you already used the face. Yeah. This should have been the only face. Right. Like, that's too much. Vet. My finish. Am I wrong? No, it's too it's, much. It's way too fucking much. This is your girl, Becky. Is your favorite? I call it like I see it. The greatest. I love of her in spite. Ray, Ray, you love your wife in spite of the things oh. she does, not just because of them, right? That's good. That's true. But let's take a look at this, this this finish again. So this girl is exhausted. I I, I think she shot like she couldn't stand. But no, anyway, she, she got okay. dumped on her head on the oh. <laughs> slam, bro. So now you get three kicks to the head, up. misses the kick. Where? How come she couldn't kick out of this? I don't know, man. She just couldn't. She was stunned. She was still stunned from the manhandle slam kick out. <laughs> I don't know. She was paralyzed with disbelief. I don't get it. <sighs> well, that was Halloween Havoc Night 1, Vet. All in all, I always ask you at the end of every show, uh, what did what did you think of uh, you know, Schnapet? This uh, 
Mm, it was all right. Not like not bad show, right? I liked the card. I just would have liked them to do better. Like there were things in there that they could have worked on. I didn't like the layouts of these matches. Whoever's agenting these matches, I don't like them. I don't like the fact that we had three women's singles matches on the show and two of them were identical. Why did you not? Is there something on night two that we can't put the Gigi and Blair match on night two? No. Like, why did we have to have two hardcore women's matches on this show? Uh, just things like that. Like, just, I, I don't know. Um, but overall, it was not as hard to watch as some of the NXT has been in recent weeks. And, uh, you know, it's a little, little Halloween flavor. It, it allows for the goofiness to not be as annoying because it's a themed goofy show. And I agree that, uh, Liz, uh, there were too many women's matches. And that's not being sexist. It's just being true. It's it's a, it's in terms of math. Yeah. You had, you had, it, now... If next week doesn't have any women's matches, then I'll be really pissed. But it's going to have at least the tag team match, right? The tag no. team championship match? The, the finals of the uh, of the breakout tournament. Oh, it is? Yes, yeah, next week. God, too many women's damn matches. All right, Fett, what do you got going on, buddy? Well, you can find me at Opinion Ever on all your favorite social media platforms. You can find me on Hummy Media Group and all your favorite Hummy Media Group shows. You can find me... Uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash opinion have playing spider-man 2 and you can always check out wrestling with rip rogers uh and uh they've had they just recently had friend of the show uh former guest of the show mike mondo on for an, a good uh, little q a session where mike tried to go through his top 20 pet peeves in wrestling and he got halfway through the first one uh, so that just goes to show you where we're at in the state of wrestling today. Um, but check out wrestling with Rogers and they've been showing pictures of me on there, you know, mm -hmm. so even though I'm not live on there, they're showing pictures of me on there. So I'm over baby. Uh, and then, uh, check out Stevie Richards. Come on, Stevie Richards. Uh, Come on. got two new videos out for Patreon. Hold on. I, I got this pulled up here. Hold yeah, on. Buddy. Take your time. Yeah, no, 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 we're hurrying. Um, no, we don't. I wanted to make sure I remember both these on his Patreon. Okay, so this is exclusive to Patreon. He goes over the finish of Sergeant Slaughter versus the Ultimate Warrior. If I'm not mistaken, was that the Royal Rumble night? <laughs> you all right there, buddy? Uh, it's a warrior. Was it Rumble 90? Sure. Whatever it was. Sure. Um, and so, yeah. Slaughter and Warrior, WWF title. He goes over that finish, but if you go to YouTube right now, you can see... Uh, well, maybe not right now. Yeah, maybe right now. Right now. It's Jay Lethal versus Stevie Richards for the TNA X Division Championship. Nice. Hey, you know, don't go anywhere. I, I got to pull something out, guys. Stay in the chat. I want to show you guys something, but um, continue, bet. Well, that's all I got, right? So, Liz, you know, I'm going to actually, I don't do this because I don't like extending the show because we're signing you're off. You're going to do it anyway? That's damn right I will. So, Liz sent me this. I didn't see it till now, but this is the official gimmick from Billy Corgan. And 
as you can see here, this is uh, an official gimmick from uh, from the NWA. It says, here's some official words from President CEO William Patrick Corrigan of the National Wrestling As Association. He says, and I quote, um, this is, and I'm reading this out loud for the audio, people listening on audio only. He says, Dave Meltzer has most certainly built his brand off of the efforts of others, but unlike the great wrestlers he mentions, all of whom I respect and haven't said a disparaging word against, uh, though he implies I have, Dave positions himself as the expert on what is and isn't worthy of a fan's attention as opposed to those who actually wrestle or, for example, perhaps run a professional wrestling company 365 days a year. He continues and says the NWA has a pay-per-view coming up October 25th called uh, Samhain uh, or whatever. Uh, that's what matters. Fans arguing over, over worthy or un unworthy champions. Um, that's what matters and is the lifeblood of the business, restoring the legacy and drawing the ability of a company that's 75 years old. Um, well, that's that matters a lot. Yet, all must bow to the opinion of one. No thank you, sir. Wrestling fans all over the world deserve better than that and dave Meltzer replies to this gay uh to, to this uh as gay as he can he says poor billy doesn't like omega versus osprey usos versus uh, owens zach zane gunther versus uh, drew and sheamus danielson versus zach mjf versus danielson ftr juicy j whatever not only that dislikes the talent in those matches pretty sure he'd die and go to heaven if he could get one of them on. I'm not going to read all this shit. This guy is a fucking goofball, bro. Is that the response or is that a quote tweet that prompted it Billy's like response? A, it looks like a response. I don't know. I did, I did see actually this and I didn't, uh, I didn't know it was the same thing. I didn't know what people were talking about in the chat was the same thing as this. Yeah, I heard him say this or I saw yeah. him say this or whatever. This is going to be interesting moving forward. Why? Oh. But thank you, Liz, for sending me. I'm sorry I didn't see it till now. Um, yeah, so anyway, listen, man. Um, I'm, the reason why I, I saw it late was because I was looking to see what show the Pro Wrestling Reflection was doing this week because I haven't done a thumbnail for them. But apparently, uh, actually, oh, I think I do have it. So I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm just going to put it up on the screen real quick like this. I don't know if you guys can see that, but the pro wrestling spotlight is going to be the public enemy versus the gangsters. That's the pro wrestling spotlight this week. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that pretty good there, Beth? I can see it. Yes, the the, the public enemy nah, 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 versus the gangsters. That's going to be the pro wrestling reflection. And also, don't forget to tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's the Halloween special 2023 with special guests. Big I mean, uh, Shelly Martinez will be joining us. Ladies Big and gentlemen. teeth. You were big about teeth. to say big yes. teeth, right? Big teeth. Cosplay special. Will I be wearing a costume? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but definitely uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun for me to sit down and just uh admire um you know um those uh big ass titties. So uh yeah, man, come in, guys. It should be fun. Uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about because I have done absolutely no planning for the show. So this is all on April. If the show sucks, it's on her. But she's beautiful and cool and one of my friends and uh, can't go wrong with that. So first time I've done a show with Shelly, uh, every time I've, Shelly's come on, I've gotten sick or had to work. <laughs> it's like impossible. 
and the idiot Colin usually fills in. But the idiot Colin is nowhere to be found, and it'll be me and these two gorgeous women. So please come in 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just search The A Show with April Hunter on Twitch, on YouTube, on wherever else. And that's it. We're done. Vet, you're going to be streaming your Spider-Man 2 more, or we're done with that? Not today. Okay, not today. All right, well, when and when? Do you know? More or less? Perhaps Friday. Okay. Anything else in between then? No, no, we're done. Doing PWC or anything? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'm good. Okay. Well, in the words of the Ultimate Warrior... Peace out, guys. God bless you. See you tonight. Bye-bye. We're out. Yes, boy! Yeet! 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 This is the Hub for Rip Rogers. Yeah, it's fucking me. Yeah, and uh, listen to the fucking Hameen Media Group. That's Ben Hameen. Hameen Media Group from Rip Rogers. Go get him and go fuck yourself. <laughs>